My name is James Rowlands, and in 2015, I started a WNR podcast with my friend, Dan Mike. And every month, we bring you the latest collections, newest content, 205 Live, and the crown jewel of the WNR NXT update. Also, each month, the latest pay-per-views, and we are live, not only for the big four, but every takeover as well. Plus, in 2019, we go back 20 years and witness the attitude rise and the WCW's demise. Until we've watched everything, we're with you and we we are the WNR. Yes, hello. I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by Dan White. And today it's the WNR two two nine, and it's WWE Stomping Grounds. And Dan, are you excited for this event? It's not been built up very well. Uh, you know, it struggled in ticket sales, but I, I still think it might have a couple of free matches that actually deliver, especially the cruiserweight because they are the shining beacon in. WWE pay-per-views. Well, I tell you something, anything is going to be better than the Great American Bash of 1999, you know? But but it wasn't my fault that we had to watch that one. It, it wasn't it wasn't my fault. So whose whose fault was it? Hmm. I think it was the, it was the people listening and our followers. That was their fault. And it's there to blame that we had to get put through that. So we are looking forward to stomping grounds. And um, before we do anything, let's start with the alternate intro and I just want to go back, back to 1999, take a ride to my old neighbourhood. I just want to go back, sing Hit Me Baby one more time. Want to go back, want to go. That was before I knew the shit show that was the Great American Bash. Otherwise, I would have gone back uh, to 1999, of course, at the weekend as well. But we won't be going back to watch Great American Bash, though, will we? No, we won't. Thank God, that is is, is one and done. We'll be going back and uh, watching three nitros. And free roars. Uh, so what better way to kick off then with kickoff? And you talk about the cruiserweights and Tony Nice will be defending. But we do a prediction league, Dan, to make it all sense. Yes, we do. We have three prediction leagues. We have an NXT prediction league. We have a WWE pay-per-view prediction league. And we have a bonus prediction league as one well on WWE pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. You are free to up on NXT takeovers. And bonus points. I've oh, It's 23-21 at this moment in time. So, so there's... There's still seven points, no, six points, six points swing, so yeah, it's, it's yeah. not too bad. There's a lot still to play for, you know, uh, but we are going to start off uh, with the Cruiserweight title match, and we'll start off, Dan, with uh, my predictions. It's my go first. And in this one, it's only going to be one man, and that is still Cruiserweight champion, Tony Nese. And what makes you think Tony Nese is going to keep his title here tonight? Well, usually, you know, in a multi-man match, uh, they you, usually the champion re- will retain. And is Gulak really ready for cruiserweight title? Is Tazawa again? I'm not really sure. I think Nice's run has been good, but he needs to extend it a little bit longer to be considered a great cruiserweight champion, much like Buddy Murphy. Thank you, James. I do think Drew Gulak is ready, and that's why I have gone for him in this match. 
I think, you know, he is a Cruiserweight original. He has been a very entertaining character throughout. He's kind of changed his gimmick slightly, you know, going from the no-fly zone PowerPoint presentation to the more serious bearded Drew Gulak, who's been appearing on NXT as well. So, yeah, you know, I think, why not give Gulak a chance? No, fair enough, you know, and really talented guys in this match with Gulak, Neeson, Cesaro. You can see from the, the quick start as well, what each of these men can do. And they kind of bring a different style to the Cruiserweight division as well. Of course, Nice more known for his kind of high-flying move, as we saw there with a cartwheel off the apron and a super kick. And Tazara just comes flying through with a suicide dive, takes out Tony Nice, climbs up on the apron, and just launches himself <laughs> towards Drew Gulak as well, folding but... himself up in the process. But he hurt Gulak a lot more than he hurt himself. Now, fucking fair play there for Tazara. <laughs> And Tazar's one of these guys that kind of risks it all, puts his body on the line as well. But kind of kamikaze. And the amazing Tazawa, he's wearing his uh, Spider-Man style get-up as well. The Tazawa that we absolutely adored in the Cruiserweight Classic. Without a doubt, you know, and these three guys have been around since the Cruiserweight Classic as well. And you can see just the talent shining through and, and keeping fresh as well. I'm a Cruiserweight champion. And, of course, Tony Nice beating probably the greatest cruiserweight champion of all time as Nice hits a drop kick. Oh, but Gulak in to break it up. And that was a close one. And Gulak looks focused, of course, over on NXT. He's been having these wars with Kushida as well, which have been great technical masterpieces. But he's a bit unfortunate there with Tazara who throws him to the outside. Well, Tazara goes back up top. Looking to finish Tony Nice in the middle of the ring here. But no, Nice is up and hits a huge spinning uppercut. And now Tazawa days on that top rope. As Nice comes running in, kicks him so hard that he lands on Nice's shoulders. Like a GTS into a gut buster. But now again, Gulak in to save the match. It looks like Gulak is playing a lot of defence in the early going. And maybe he wants Nice and Tazawa to expend some of that in- energy. Well, an inverted suplex trying to send Tony Nice to the outside. But he lands on the ring apron. Drapes him over the second rope and a few knees to the gut. Oh, and he suplexes Tazawa into the prone Tony Nice. And Nice may be out here if you see a fucking picture for Lacey Evans versus Becky Lynch. Of course, that would be one of the matches at Stomping Grounds. But we have pointed out before that you are watching the Stomping Grounds kickoff on the network. And, uh, you know, what's the point? <laughs> what is the point? You know. Um, well, I can understand because didn't you mention that you watched uh, the kickoff on Twitter? Oh, yeah, to be fair. So I suppose there's a chance to go across... So I'll give the devil his due there. Uh, but what, you know, obviously about the Cruiserweight title, Dan, what were your thoughts on it recent times? The Cruiserweight title, um, I, I think there's too many guys going for just the one title. Um, I do thoroughly like seeing, you know, faces like Gulak going over to NXT and uh, cutting his teeth over there. I do think they should have a bit more freedom with their Cruiserweight wrestlers. I think they've, uh, as we mentioned before, they've got rid of the better and Alexander, um, <clears throat> you know, only t- for them to not be used as well as they should be. Yeah, I, I think this is the problem. There's just too many wrestlers at this moment in time, as well, you know, and therein lies the problem of trying to fill it all, especially if you're taking it away by giving Shane McMahon half hour on SmackDown or, you know, that amount of time on Raw. So there is a problem, and we haven't seen Murphy uh, debut yet, but even with NXT talent, we haven't seen Alistair Black in a WWE ring. And it's Nice now who's taken over after Gulak had Tazawa down for a little bit. But a huge clothesline there by Gulak taking Nice out. He's got the dragon sleeper on. And he's got the Gulak 
on and Nice can't go anywhere. Well, you say there's actually quite a few wrestlers that are signed to 205. There is currently 11. You've got Tazawa, Davari, Kendrick, Gulak, Gentleman Jack Gallagher, Humberto Carrillo, Mike Kanellis, Only Lorkin, Samir Singh, Sunil Singh and Tony Nett. Oh my God, it looked like he had it caught in the middle of the ring. But Tazawa came off there with a cent on. But I, uh, sorry, if I said to I I meant just WWE in general. When it comes to Raw and SmackDown and the time taken on for the wrestlers. Like we haven't seen Ali, uh, not Ali, we haven't seen Alistair Black proper debut yet. We're still waiting for Buddy Murphy. Well, so as you mentioned that, there are 201 <laughs> wrestlers across um, Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT, NXT UK and the free free agents as well. Wow. That is an incredible amount. But we've seen three of the Cruiserweights best right now going at it. And Gulak has got Cesaro on his shoulders. Look for that TK, but Cesaro realised. Cesaro sending Gulak down, getting him up on his shoulders. Struggling. But he's powering him up and just plants him gut first onto the apron. <laughs> the referee dodging out the way. Cesaro <laughs> well, so quick, hits the drop kick. And then the referee only gets a two. Two. Gulak backed up in the corner. Here comes Tazawa. But he gets dropped over the top rope to the outside. Tony Nice sees his opportunity. But he looks to get thrown over the top rope. Lands on the apron. Catches Gulak with a kick. Springboards in. Oh, a lovely double springboard moonsault. One, two. No, Tazawa in to save the match. Ah, Tazawa. But Nice there showing his speed and... He's an exciting wrestler as well. I, I really like Tony Nese. He's been a fan for a long time. Now a huge chop to Cesaro, but he responds in kind. And at least two men just slugging it out. Nice looked to block the chop, but got caught with a right hand instead. And he's placing Tazawa over the top rope. And a very precarious up there looking for a superplex. Tazawa holding on for dear life. He knows this will be the end. I'm trying to fight off Tony Nice. What can you do? You're caught there. And knees now in a tree of woe. And Gulak jumps up to superplex Tazawa. Knees sits up. Gulak doesn't do flying and he's struggling now. An impact. 450 missed. That's it. Knees caught him. Oh. One, two. Oh. oh. Tazawa. Tazawa comes in with a shining wizard. Oh. For Tony Nice managing to kick out. Oh. That was too close. So why is Tazawa getting involved? In my business. To save my man. <laughs> and the crowd appreciating the effort. It's been a great match so far. <sighs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> the old cock to the mouth for it looks like. And Nice. Well, he's lucky it weren't done by Alex Wright. <laughs> he would have <laughs> choked to death. would have killed him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would have had serious charges on our hands. Oh, the old cock drop. Uh-oh. And Nice rolls to the outside. To hill kick to the midsection. Gulak ducks uh, the kick to the heads. But catches one, sends him into the corner. That's it. Come on, Tony. Bang. Hits a running Nice on Gulak. No. But Tazawa with a roll-up. One, two. Oh. oh. Nice managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Tazawa rolled up now. Oh, my God. But look at the power of Nice. Buckle bomb into the corner. That's Trying to capitalise. One, one, two, three. Oh, no. Tazawa kicked out. Uh-huh. And Gulak might have got there just in time. Maybe a bit too late. Oh, well. Gulak making sure with a ref. My God, Cesaro there with a the replay. Looked like he's thrown out of a moving auto vehicle. And Gulak and Nice going mano in mano in the middle. Gulak's got hold of the beard and just clubbing blows to the back, but Nice manages to fight out. German suplex into the corner. And now he's in position. Knees exposed. Come on, Tony. 
Hit the knees. No, Gulak up with a reverse elbow. I know, he's got him the torch wrap, but Nice has landed on the apron. He's safe for now. Oh, oh Tazawa kicks him off. Ducks uh, kind of... And now Gulak's got Tazawa. TKO Cutter. One, two, three. <laughs> yes! Oh. And Drew Gulak is your new Cruiserweight Champion. Well, fair play to Drew Gulak. I'm not happy that I lost, but let's look for a moment at Gulak. And, hey, I'm happy he's cruiserweight champ. Dan, I know you're happy. What do you think? I thought it was an absolute blinder of a match. All three guys, again, putting it all on the table. Um, There might have been one slightly missed spot by Gulak when he was supposed to have interrupted the pin, but you can overlook that from all three guys just putting it all out there. And... uh, Yet again, delivering another humdinger for the cruiserweight division. Without a doubt, you know, I completely agree with you. Uh, really, really great stuff by all three men. And, uh, I, you know, it's good Gulak winning in a way, I suppose, because it's like you said, the original 205 that we've had. And now it's another person with Gulak joining that list. But let's start with the main show promo. These boots are made for walking. I don't know. They seem to be getting worse every month, these WWE promos. I'm not that excited for stomping grounds and the video doesn't help. Oh, but this does because the man's coming out to start. Of course, she main event of WrestleMania. Now she's starting out stomping grounds. The woman's title on the line. And it's been a bit of a weird build-up with Lynch. I mean, I was saying off-air to Dan, I, I think Lynch, the kind of she's kind of gone downhill a little bit, either with WWE's booking of her or just in character in general. In general. In general. Uh, since WrestleMania, the kind of the way it ended, and since then, I don't think she's really regained that momentum. Am I wrong for thinking that, Dan? Um, I'd like you to continue what else you were saying off air. Um, you're saying she's doing worse than or equal to someone else. I can't remember the name. I, w- I, I think people would agree with me. 
I think Charlotte has been a better worker recently than Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch has looked sloppy if she's not 100% or whatever it is. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I don't... I, no, I, I, do, I do see exactly what you're saying. I mean, like, you know, she's kind of lost traction since this whole man gimmick has come about. Um, you know, I think it, it might be down to the way that she beat Ronda Rousey. I know Ronda Rousey weren't ha- happy with the finish. Um, it should have gone differently according to sources um you know it wasn't even a proper free count i think you know that that should have gone a bit better uh and yeah you know it has hasn't been great but then again you know you one might argue that it's the caliber of opponents that she's been going against i'd love to see in like you know sasha banks in this match against Becky. yeah Lynch. but that's sasha banks's fault as much as it is anybody else i don't think there's anything really wrong with lacey evans but i think the story's not been having enough time to develop you know lynch has not had that enough time on raw smackdown to really kind of get this story across and i think i'm, I'm a fan of the southern bell i do like lacey evans but do you like her or not dan prediction wise who have you gone for in this match well prediction wise i have gone Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. Well, I mean, I think most people, but I am not most people. I have gone Lacey Evans. You're not like most guys. <laughs> I've gone Evans. I just think there's a new champ. Something needs to be done. Uh, I'm surprised it started off the show, but still, I think Evans, it, I think Lynch is better as challenger than she is champion. I think on the chase for the title, it's going to be a lot more fun than it is as champion. But again, I may be wrong. I was already wrong in the Cruiserweight title match. So let's just see what happens. It is one or let's just say it's one nil to Dan after the first round of matches. Weirdly enough, I, I never seem to mention it when I don't you, win. You don't, James. No, every time I go ahead or I get, I get traction, it it goes over the wayside. Well, let's see what happens here with a man versus Evans. So let me just think: are, are you on for a perfect score? I am not on for a perfect score, no. Am I on for a perfect score? You are after one match. Perfect score, yes. Wow. Well, let's just see what happens in this one, shall we? Who, we shall, shall we? We shall, we shall. Who you laughed last. As the keys to victory uh, for your woman, Becky Lynch, then what's she got to do if she wants to walk out as champ? Uh, well, clearly target the arm. I think Lacey Evans, you know, she has got the, the devastating right hand that she can always utilise, and it does, you know, it... It does rock people. Um, you need to be aware of what other tricks Lacey Evans as well. I know she's not wearing a top and she has no sleeves, but and I think you know Lacey Evans does need to be worried about Becky Lynch's uh, pointers. Well, I think the problem is is Lynch's got temper. We all know this, and I think Evans has just literally got to wait until there's a mistake. We saw, like you mentioned, a Lynch getting in Evans' face and pointing at her, and Lacey's making sure that she's. Not going to have any of this. She's going to take her time. You see, rope break there. Wouldn't be surprised if she goes out and gets a couple of counts just to try and take Lynch's energy down. And she might not be 100%, but you need to make, you know, you have to check that. No, James, I was on about Becky Lynch's nipples. (laughs) I'm not saying with Evans. I'm not saying with Lacey Evans. Uh, She's she's on Lynch's level. But if Lynch is 70%, then I think Evans can give it a great go. And you've got to be careful that woman's right as Evans gone to the outside and Lynch has gone chasing down. Becky Lynch has regained control of this match. Um, so, Lacey Evans, is the time right for her? I mean, you know, she didn't really make much of an impact. She was just walking down to the ring and then walking out for the first month or so that she was about. And then she kind of, you know, appeared in, uh, well, in, in the Becky Lynch-Charlotte feud, really. Yeah, well, let's not forget she had a, she, she fought Becky Lynch at Money in the Bank 
last month come out unsuccessful. And, you know, there's only so many times you can do Lynch and Charlotte. So I thought maybe it's good that Evans gets thrown into the pot. And you can create another star off the back of someone like Lynch and Charlotte as well. But there are, you know, a lot of other women worthy of being in this match. Well, I doubt there's probably about 40 of them in, on WWE right now. And Lynch seems to be enjoying herself at the moment. And she missed a kick there. And you can see her getting frustrated. And maybe that was a spot missed. And Lacey Evans goes to the outside. Lynch seems a bit frustrated. She's going to follow this attack on. Baseball side. Yeah, there is, you know, there is a plethora of talent in the Royal Women's Division. You've got uh, Bliss, Fox, Brooke. Naomi, Natalia, Jax, Cross, Rousey, who's not about, obviously. Ruby Wright with two Ts, Logan, Banks. And, and there's Lynch getting a little bit of trouble. Evans pushing her back in the announce table, but comes back in. Backslide for two. Two. A leg whip for Becky Lynch. And Evans has been outmatched oh, to the midsection there. Well, that was nice by Lacey Evans there. Dropping down to the mat with uh, Becky. Wrenching away at Becky Lynch's hair. Bending her back first round the uh, ring post into the cover. Only a two count. Two. Now Evans just working over Lynch. Drags her down. Well, you can see even the way that Becky Lynch is fighting, she's fighting defensively. You know, she's taking everything that Lacey Evans has to offer as opposed to going out and, you know, trying to dominate her. And now Becky's trying to bend that foot and get Lacey in position. Manages to roll her up, but only gets a two count. Two. And Lacey Evans is back in control of this match. Got Lynch in the corner, arm around the top rope, but just kicking away at the midsection. It wasn't really. It was a kind of mistake with Lynch hitting a midsection on the announce table, but it's Evans just taking it on now. And there's another thing about the, the, the Becky Lynch catch as well, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, it didn't matter who Stone Cold was in the ring with. Do you know, he was in the ring with Mr. McMahon, and the crowd was still going mad. He was stunning stooges, and they were going crazy. So, even the thing of, like, oh, you know, she needs better talent Lacey Evans. Well, if she's that big a star, you pull it out of them, didn't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. It becomes a bigger uh, occasion. But I, I do think the crowd are a, a lot less marky back then. You know, I think everyone was kind of getting into these. These are just... Everyone in this audience seems to be a critic. Yeah, well, they got on their feet, and the credit to them, they got on their feet during the Cruiserweight match. But like you said, they sat back down now, and you kind of want your opening match at Paper to kind of get the crowd into it, as Lynch trying to fight away Evans. Now. Tries rolling up uh, Evans again, but still Evans managing to kick out. Oh. Uh, Irish whip reversed by Evans. So what kind of response do you think Nia Jax will get then when she makes her return? I, oh, my God. Great move there by Lynch. Well, Evans looking to cover Becky, but... Becky managing to kind of matrix her way up to her feet and uh, gets in control now. Looking for a Beck's blow, but Lacey Evans fighting out again, targeting the ribs. He's got Becky in the corner, just driving her shoulder to the midsection. Now just puts her safely on that top turnbuckle as Lynch tries to fight back. But again, how often did Austin have a title around his waist? Well, shit, it's all about the chase, wasn't it, with him? And Lynch now just rolled through, trying to get that cross arm breaker. breaker. And now she's got it in deep. And Evans trying to use all of her six-foot frame to get to that bottom rope. Manages to get to her feet. Referee calls for a break. I think that's what saved her there. You see the replay of the move. And we got distracted with Nia Jax. And yeah, you'd think Nia Jax, if Lynch is champion, would walk back into a feud with uh, with Lynch would kind of make a lot of sense. But then again, with the amount of talent that we got and her kind of reputation being a little bit dangerous, do we really need her at this point? I and mean, where's Ember Moon? You know, where are the people are see we talked about earlier. I just didn't ask, out of all the women on Raw, who would you want as opposed to Lacey Evans? Um, I'd like Nikki Cross. Um, even Naomi. I mean, she's been 
a bit by the wayside at the moment. Uh, I would like Sasha Banks as well. <laughs> well, we might see something, but Evans at the moment. Her hanky, wiping under her armpits and just throwing at her Becky Lynch. And we've seen this before with a hill. When you're not in control, you need to get the job done. And now Lynch! She's got the mandible claw <laughs> on Lacey Evans. <laughs> oh, shout out to Mick Foley and now the forearms. Oh, the big forearm there knocks the uh, hanky out of Lacey's mouth. And now he gets a big baby face comeback cup of knees. I he's going to kick that in his pocket and yeah. over it later. Oh, Evans. Just as Becky was mounting her comeback, Evans straight to the midsection, but walks into a foot from Lynch. Becky just flies over with a huge forearm. And the crowd now chanting Becky as she runs into the corner to Evans. Stumping the mud hole, walking it dry. Beck's blow the suplex. But I think, you know... Uh, a lot of the baby faces in WWE now go the John Cena route, spend the whole match getting beaten down and then pull a win face comeback. That's, that's, that's the problem when it comes to that and sometimes make you look a little bit inferior if you can't do it right. As Evans gets managed to kick out. Uh-huh. And now it's Lynch going up to the second rope. Looking for a huge leg drop, but Evans rolls out the way. Becky hits nothing but Matt from the second rope. Come on, Evans, take advantage. Oh, Lacey flying over the top. I think Becky got her feet, uh, her knees up. Goes what? for the cover, but Evans gets the shoulder up at two. Two. Now Lynch looking for the disarmer. No, no. Evans fights her off. Now Lynch looking for a slam, but Evans with a backslide. And then Becky. <laughs> Huge elbow to Lynch. And then a bottom rope springs football stunner. One, two, two. no. Oh. Well, Becky Lynch is supposed to be the Austin type <laughs> character, but it's Evans that pulls out the stunner. After the huge knee as well, which might rearrange the looks of Lynch. Couldn't get the job done. And now Evans might be looking to risk it all. And now Lynch pulls the foot out, drives her face first into the mat. Oh no! Disarmer and an immediate tap. (laughs) Immediate tap? It was instantaneous. (laughs) Well, not even like a little bit. That was just full on tap mode. Oh my goodness. Well, that means... Well, hang on first. Let's just talk about it. Becky Lynch retains the uh, the Women's Championship. As a match, it wasn't a bad match. It's a weird moment where it looks like they missed a spot in the early going. But apart from that, I guess, um, nothing really to write home about. Just your standard opening. I think the Cruiserweight title match would have been better in that position than Lynch match, to be fair. But uh, again, not too bad. It means after that, again, I'm on zero. And, Dan, you get another point. Your perfect score is on. You oh, it's, it's are, my perfect yeah. score on, is it? You are two for two. What about your main main card perfect score? <laughs> is that still on? My main card and or kickoff card at score is not right. Oh, hello. Paul Heyman has just left Baron Corbin's locker room. Oh, will he be the special guest referee here tonight? Will Brock be special guest referee? Oh, my God. My name is Paul Heyman. And is the WWE champion Kofi Kingston here tonight? Yes, he is. And then Heyman goes, well, is the Universal champion Seth Rollins here tonight? Oh, yes, he is. And is Brock Lesnar here tonight? Yes, he is. Spoiler, he's actually not. (laughs) Well, we don't know what could happen. We also saw a great thing on Ali as well, didn't we? An in-depth look at his life. But Um, it's kind of like how he saved a few people. I mean... uh, you know, you saw a woman, she was there drinking a bottle, uh, drinking some alcohol out of her paper bag, but just one look from Ali makes her drop it. 
And then you see another one with uh, a man surrounded by other people. And again, one look from Ali, unsurround him. I mean, Ali isn't just a wrestler. He is a man. He is a public figure. He is someone to put intimidation into you. <laughs> well, <laughs> we move on. Uh, it's Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, who's just come out. And now we're seeing the New Day. Yes, it is coming out here. And they're back after, well, Big E's back after an injury layoff. And uh, I saw something the other day that Owens and Zayn have lost nearly every match uh, since, <laughs> since teaming together, basically. Uh, but we'll find out here which way it will go. But it's good to see the New Day. It is good to see the New Day. I think, again, you know, especially Sami Zayn, I think he deserves a bit better than what he's getting. Um, you know, I think he definitely works better as a babyface. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's definitely someone that the fans got behind an awful lot, and then kind of teamed with Owens, and it's like, who cares about Sami Zayn now? Well, do you know, do you know I think it was a surprise for both men to be teamed. I know they teamed back up when they were trying to go for like a WWE Championship against AJ Styles like last year or a couple of years ago. But to be put straight back that back together, especially when Zayn was doing his own thing on Raw, his promos, and Owens as well, it seems like kind of like, oh, this is what you lump with. And I don't know if either man are happy, but they're going to make it work. But like you said, they want to live outside of each other's shadows, didn't they, you know? Well, anyway, prediction-wise in this one, uh, it's... Oh, i got to go. Oh, God. Well, I'm all not for two at the moment. I've gone for in this one. Kevin Owens and Sam. Well, James, as you aforementioned, that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn haven't won a single match or they've won very little since yeah. teaming together. Um, you'd be stupid. You'd be an absolute idiot to go with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So, of course, I have gone... For the new day, yes, I have. Oh my god, but Owens super kicking Biggie off the apron, three super kicks to Woods, and Owens looking to go up. Wolf sends. Come on, cover him. One, One two, two, no. Woods with the kick out. Uh-huh. Tags in Sami Zayn though, and KO and Zayn have certainly started on fire. Another super kick to Woods. Blue Thunder Bomb. One, for the cover. two, no. Again, Woods managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. Oh, this is just not going to be, is it? <laughs> when it ain't going your way, Owens up again. Bullfrog splash. One, two. two. Oh, what the fuck, man? Woods is doing well. How is Woods managing to keep kicking out? Ah, I have no idea, but I'm glad he does. <laughs> and look at that, Owens. We've seen a replay. Such a big man. Flew beautifully there through the air. Well, I know you're a fan of the Huskier fellow, and Kevin Owens does fall into the Husky fellow category. I th- yeah, like Owens, a great character, but so is Sami Zayn. These two guys, so talented, and at least they're getting a match on pay-per-view, even if it is, you know, in this way. I was surprised this wasn't on the kickoff because it, it really doesn't mean anything. But does anything? <laughs> well, it, it does kind of mean a little bit. <coughs> I mean, wasn't Kofi Kingston going against Kevin Owens? Yep. So, you know, didn't Woods get involved in it? No, that was a tough secret. Exactly, they've kind of just ended up together, haven't they? You know, like, we talk about a build-up to a match. It's not really yeah. been that much. You could, you know, argue with Lynch and Evan. And now it's, Thank you, Daddy. And it's all been Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And Big E wants in as Owens. Mo- oh, cannonball. Owens for the cover. <laughs> One, two, no. This isn't looking well for you, though, James. The amount of offence that KO and Zayn are getting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, you got to win, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. 
Owens. Owens takes Woods out, big centre, and I think again hits a second centre. Have a look, Myers leads holders, Lead. and Owens is such a dipshit as well. Like Biggie clapping along, mocking the new day. But that's what I think makes him a great heel. Whereas Sami Zayn, I think he kind of lacks what Owen has as a heel. Maybe that's why they've teamed them together. I don't know, but again, I think Owens and Zayn should kind of go their separate ways. Zayn should kind of go back to being a babyface. Owen should go back to his prize fighter gimmick because I think that's when he was at his most dangerous. Or fucking give us a feud against him. Do you know what I mean? Like, have Owens turn on Zayn and let's see in WWE what we had in NXT for that little bit of time. You know, and then they can go to separate ways afterwards. But give us something that's not them being stuck together in a tag team and, and not being given the titles and not really being given anything else. All right, Sammy. And the him. Canadian's got the crossface locked in. And Big E, who is fresh as a daisy. And Big E's, like we talk about him on Twitter, he's one of the most entertaining dudes just out there, you know. Like, for such a kind of, the way he looks, so entertaining. And I think that's what made New Day work so well. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, we've we've seen him being the serious henchman-style <laughs> yeah. fellow as, uh, as part of uh, Dolph Ziggler's kind of entourage to being his own kind of standout character. And he... And again, you know, it's we do make complaints about wrestlers getting turned into comedy-style characters, you know, with the Kozlovs um, and so on and so forth. But I think New Day, they actually make it work because they back it up with the talent that they've actually got in the ring. Yeah, and, and I think, again, it's important when you look at win percentage, the New Day are a very successful tag team. And I think that does help. You know, people say, well, wins and losses don't matter. But I think it, it really does at the end of the day as Woods catches Owens with a insecurity and he tags in Zane. Knocking uh, Big E off the apron and again targeting Woods, who's got no one to tag. And now Zane's going to look to suplex Woods. Well, Woods lands on his feet, hits Sammy Zane with a back suplex. Well, both men down. Zane's got Owens in his corner, but unfortunately Big E's off the apron. He's looking for a running sent on, but Woods moves out of the way. Owen hits, Owens hits nothing. And again, no one there is Woods. Tries to get to his corner. And we see a lot of different variations of that now. The wheelbarrow into something. A Big E's up on the apron oh, and he oh, looks pissed oh. off. Oh, here comes Zane, gets the tag. And Big E's in. Belly to belly overhead suplex for Zane. Oh no. A second one. <laughs> belly to belly. <laughs> and you see him like the fun time stopped. Yeah, he is gyrating his hips, but. He means business. Yes, he does. Owen's trying to make his. Big E was looking to splash Zane. He gets knocked off the apron, a back apron, and now Biggie's running the ropes again. A huge splash to... No. Sami Zayn managing to kick out. It's 3-0, I'm done. I'm going home. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. And now Zayn's going to walk into trouble. A few back elbows there. Slows Biggie down. And a foot up to the jaw of the charging Biggie. And now Zayn just ruthless aggression there. Just raining down punches and Biggie. And he's got him in the corner there. Zayn looking for the Tornado DDT. Biggie pushes him off, though. Nagy cross rock bottom there for the cover. Oh. Zayn managing to kick out. Oh. Tags in Woods. Well, I don't think that's a great idea, but it looks like New Day. Want to end things now. No. No, he can't, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but Woods is... Mani- oh, no, he's trying to pick up Big E. Suck up, boy. Oh, he gets him up. Oh, my God. And slams Woods onto Sami Zayn. <laughs> And Woods now the legal man. Oh, my God. Beautiful leg drop there. Oh, but Owens in to break up the pin attempt. Oh, thank God. 
And now it's the two big men, and Biggie sends Owens to the outside. We're going to see the uh, assisted big ending. And Zane Charles pushes Biggie into Woods, but Woods jumps over the top, but lands into a foot from Sami Zayn. And now Biggie's down, and Zayn can see his chance. Owens gets a tag. Hell of a kick. And he throws him into Owens. Come on, pop up power bomb. One, two, two. Oh. <laughs> yes, Biggie. Oh. You man. How the hell was it? Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, they've both delivered their That's best it. shot. Yeah. <sighs> New day rock. <laughs> New day rock. And we was just about to see a move from Sami Zayn, but the camera crew cuts to the crowd instead. And a huge clothesline by Big E. Oh, he's looking for the stunner, but a rolling elbow in Rash- uh, Woods. And he had taken out Big E with a super kick, and the fans get to their feet, enjoying what they're seeing. New day! Zayn and Woods on the edge of the ring apron. Kick to the midsection by Woods on Zayn, and oh. Big E spears Zayn through the ring ropes. Oh my god, you killed him. <laughs> he's been broken in half. Step up in Seguri from Woods. He's going to finish it. Finish him. No. Oh. Owens bounce against the ropes. Owens crutches him. Kick. Stunner. 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 Woo. Cunt. <laughs> Back in the game. <laughs> well, it was a stunner that gets it done. Well done, Owens and Zane. Wow. Dan, what did you think of the match? I thought it was an absolute humdinger of a match. Again, four great, very talented guys. Um, played the match really well. You had, uh, you know, Xavier Woods getting beaten down earlier on. Uh, Owens and Zane delivering a few of their heavy hitting shots as well. Um, you know, the good close finish from the hell of a kick into the pop up power bomb as well. Uh, and that finishing sequence as well with yeah. Big E just spearing the fuck out of Sami Zayn. Yeah. Uh, Owens using a stunner as a finisher. I guess a stunner now is more powerful for him than the uh, pop-up power bomb. And Xavier Woods uh, taking a page out of the Rocks book as well, selling the absolute crap out of it. Yeah, that was a lovely thing. And Biggie can't believe it. And Owens and Zayn are celebrating. But it's not a good time for New Day. But it's a good time for me because it's 2-1. I get my first point of the night after the third match. 2-1 heading into the next one. But if it carries on like this, it's been good so far. Yeah, I've, had, I've thoroughly enjoyed this as well. You know, all the uh, AEW marks as well, moaning about fucking WWE pay-per-views. How it hasn't sold out, but... Fuck them. They're always going to Fuck them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sure if WWE had only had to put one pay-per-view on every six months, I'm sure they'd... <laughs> Be an absolute barn burner. Uh, oh my. And up next is going to be the US title on the line. And Ricochet will look for his biggest victory in WWE to date. The one and only. And I can see by looking your face, Dan. And even by the t shirt you're wearing, you're happy to see old Ricochet. Well, stick a finger in my ass and call me Trevor Man. But, you know, I mean, we talk about the, the elephant in the room. Oh, <laughs> bless him. It's not his day, is it? It's not his week. <sighs> Well, Ricochet not sticking the land in there. and Well, let's not talk about sticking anything. But I, we've met Ricochet. He's a lovely guy. And he made up for it there. So, fuck Absolutely, him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people want to have a go at him. Wherever you want to get up to, that's, that's cool. So, what do you thought the US title and the build-up to it there? Well, Ray just relinquishing it to Joe. I thought that was a bit of a silly move. They could have had a tournament and then Joe could have won it there. It, it kind of disregards him a bit as a champion. Um... It's kind of fallen a bit by the wayside, I think, the, the US title. Uh, 
Is it down to Samoa Joe? Uh, I don't think Joe's been given enough. It's like Balor would in a Canel title, isn't it? You know? I mean, this this match is great on paper, but when there's been no kind of build-up, like Joe versus Ricochet is in a weird, I don't want to say dream match, but you know what I mean? Like, I never thought I'd see Ricochet versus Joe, especially in the WWE ring. <laughs> like, no, you know? absolutely not. No, um, it is a match that, again, you know, it is an absolute great match, but it, again, it seems like Joe's passion has kind of fallen out of him since leaving NXT. Oh, I haven't seen the same Joe... That we saw in NXT. Yeah. I mean, even when he was feuding with AJ Styles W Championship, we didn't see that. Joe, I don't know if he's even not been allowed to be able to showcase it properly, or like I said, not being treated as main event. I think Joe's a main event talent. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and, and I think with the US title, he can do so much. Let's not forget how Ricochet won it, of course, as well. This opportunity here tonight. Uh, he won um, a fatal five-way elimination match, and then Joe attacked him afterwards just to send a message. But prediction-wise, Dan, as we hear the trumpets, who have you gone for in this one? Well, James, of course I'm sat here wearing my Ricochet T-shirt. I've got my picture of me and Ricochet with you cropped out of it on my laptop. My phone phone screen is a picture of Ricochet, and on my tablet I've got Rick and me together again. So who do you think I've gone for? Uh, I think you've gone Ricochet in this one. I've gone for Samoa Joe. <laughs> for Samoa Joe. Well, it's weird because this is our fourth match in and each time we've gone something different. Uh, but not this time because I've gone for Joe as well. What are your reasons behind Joe retaining? Uh, I, I think we need to see some kind of ruthless domination from Joe, the absolute killer that he can be. And, you know, counteracting Ricochet's high-flying ability is probably the way to go for Joe. You know, um, just absolutely, you know, no disrespect to Ricochet, but absolutely demolish him Mm. and show that he can still be the killer. You know, even save Ricochet some face by not having him tapping out, by having him pass out um, and kind of get some credibility back for Joe. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the thing that you've got to say, you know, if you lose to Joe, it shouldn't be bad. You know, Joe should be a killer, like you're saying. So a loss over him, yeah, well, you can regroup and get a victory down the line, make a story out of it, or Ricochet can't get the job done. And then beats Joe, and then we can see all this kind of crazy offense that they can do. And, and Ricochet maybe can show a different side because you know him from a high flyer, but maybe he can show a little bit more aggressive or you know more striking to kind of counteract what Joe's all about. Well, Ricochet is trying to uh, dodge everything, dodge everything that Joe has. He just delivered a huge slap to the just looked at him and said, "Boy, I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> well, the thing is, is that let's not forget Joe is a fast man, even for a guy his size. So Ricochet. We try not to be caught out, but he's been too quick at the moment. As he drop kicks Joe out of the ring, and Ricochet does look set to go flying. Baseball slides out of the ring. Joe dodges it. A nice forearms, but I don't know how much effect they're having. Uh, well, little and none, as Joe just grabs hold of Ricochet and rams him back first into the edge of the ring apron. And now Joe... I'm not liking his long hair. He's, he's trying to grow it out, isn't he? But I'm not really digging it. Oh, God almighty, and just being rough with Ricochet there. And like I said, Joe has kind of just stayed at a certain level these past couple of years, and it is a shame this moment of submission, but he's going to look to put away the one and only here tonight. And Joe just catching Ricochet by the throat. Irinagi slams him down to the mat, goes for a cover, but Ricochet managing to stay in it and kick out. Uh, I don't know we mentioned Spider-Man earlier with Tizara, but 
You know where like Spider-Man webs things like Ricochet, but unfortunately Spider-Man doesn't have such a hard landing. You know, just it's like you could attack. There he goes, like Spider-Man hits the mat as hard as he can. And that was Joe with the chops. And do you think Joe's testing out Ricochet's character in this time? Um, can you to elaborate on that? Well, as opposed to kind of taking him out and just like I said, beating him straight away. He wants to see how tough this kid really is, how much of a beating. He can withstand before he just says too much. Well, Ricochet is managing to fight back, so obviously hasn't had enough from Joe as he hits a huge <laughs> back elbow. And Joe just lays on top of him, goes for the cover, but only a two count. Two. Oh, yeah, you know, he might be testing Ricochet, but does he really want to test Ricochet? I mean, you know, we've seen Joe get caught out by so many roll-up pins. Yeah. We've seen so many hills being caught out. It is, <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of their Achilles heel. <laughs> So maybe Joe needs to stop fucking about, lock in that coquina clutch as soon as he can and get this match over and done with. It's when he starts talking to him. It's like McIntyre does. Hey, you, I'm going to destroy you, boy. You stupid fucking idiot. Yeah, that's you done, that is. Oh. Caught the finisher. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe reversing. Ricochet, and there's the speed of Joe. Oh, my God. Ricochet again falls down in a clump. I love the way Ricochet <laughs> sells as well. Ragdoll. And Joe may be a little bit of frustration creeping in as he looks to twist Ricochet's head off his shoulders. Now Joe trying to slow things down, keep the uh, high-flying Ricochet grounded. Reverse chin lock. So Mark Cole just said this is Ricochet's first title chance in WWE. I guess he's not counting it. As a jawbreaker takes Joe out. But give it a couple of years and he'll be fighting for the... Well, Ricochet tried a forearm and then Joe showed his one. (laughs) And I think uh, five of Ricochet's hits still don't add up to one of Joe's. And now Joe's going to pick Ricochet up. Sit out powerbomb from uh, kind of lifting Ricochet up off the ring ropes. God. And the weird thing is, Joe actually likes Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see what he does against people he doesn't like. Yeah. And he's just punishing Ricochet. Again, working over the neck, trying to soften him up for the coquina clutch. Trying to slow the faster Ricochet down. Ricochet in all sorts of trouble. Can't even get to that bottom rope at the moment. Now Ricochet just working the midsection, trying to get a submission. Huge forearms. Joe's got his hands out to block. And again, one of Joe's chops to the chest drops Ricochet to a knee. Oh, lovely. Step up into Geary from Ricochet. Uh, just a spinning kick to the jaw. That bloke with long hair and beard and front row. I just want to go and break his absolute fucking moron. And I mean, that. who has long hair and a beard? I know. Who? 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 And now Ricochet going to try and take advantage of that awesome kick to Joe's face. That's a bit of payback for the forearm. Again, Joe on offense, but Ricochet ducking and dodging, hitting a running forearm. Joe not budging an inch. A lovely head is a takedown though from Ricochet. And now Ricochet going to try to build momentum, take out Joe right in the midsection. Springboard's back in. Huge kick from Ricochet. Now he's the one and only going to go flying. Oh my God, about to say, I don't know if he got it all, but he definitely got that one all. And he throws Joe back in. And look at the end things now. Springboard's back in. Lovely drop kick from Ricochet. Lion salt from Ricochet. But Joe managing to kick out. Uh, apparently, Ricochet asked Jericho if he could use the code breaker. But Lion salt, no. And now Ricochet looking to go up. Yeah, because the uh, 650's been out in him. Well, Ricochet came off the top. Joe managing to avoid it. Catch him in a scoop slam and goes for the cover. But again, Ricochet staying in it and kicking out. Oh. Uh. I don't think Ricochet can believe at him. Maybe Ricochet has earned a bit of Joe's respect here in this match. Joe respects no one. Not even his mum. 
That's how no. tough Joe is. He put the cleaner clutch on her when he was when he left home. As he's looking to put away Ricochet. And Ricochet chops and Joe just caves Ricochet chest in. Handspring back elbow gets caught by Joe. Thunderous chairman and Ricochet lands on his feet but unintentionally. <laughs> and a clothesline turns him inside out. One, two. Oh. No, only a two count. Two. Go. I tell you what is quite enjoyable. Just seeing Ricochet at WWE pay-per-view. You know what I mean? I always, Absolutely, yeah. You know, we always thought we'd get to this moment, but it's just, it's good to see him, and Joe cannot believe it. And he is a genuine nice guy, and someone who you can definitely see has a lot of passion and mm. love for the business as well. Exactly, and he might make, you know, a couple of mistakes online, or but he's a nice guy. And Unfo- Joe looking up to get him into the uh, coquina clutch. Yeah, I about to say, unfortunately, he's not going to be US champion. <laughs> uh, well, Ricochet's trying to fight out as hard as he can. Oh! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, normally when someone catches your foot and flips you backwards, you land on your feet, but Ricochet just carried on going round, and now he's in the coquina clutch. And now Ricochet in all sorts of trouble. He's trying to go over the top rope to alleviate the pressure. Hangs Joe up on the top. And now Joe's down, and can Ricochet seize his chance? Now Samoa Joe is in the drop zone, but how long is he going to actually be there? And Ricochet, Ricochet slowly getting to the top. Joe's still down. Ooh. Joe moves out on his feet and rolls through. I think Ricochet managed to... Duck the clothesline attempt, hits a code breaker. I don't think Ricochet knew where he was, but just acted. Or, or just acted on instinct, and now he's got Joe down. And now Ricochet, can he come off the top this time? Boom, oh. hits it. 6.30 splash. One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> and a look on his face as well. Yeah, fair play Ricochet. The first ever man who's held the North American Championship and the US Championship as well. Oh my god, a brilliant moment for him. And for us as well, I will say. It was nice Absolutely, yeah. I've never been so, you know, happy in defeat as it was. I mean, we went Joe, but Ricochet deserved it. And uh, I don't think it was a bad match. Yeah, again, a, a thoroughly enjoyable match. I think Ricochet, you could see him working ten times harder than Samoa Joe. Again, you know, I'm not sure whether Samoa Joe's kind of lost interest with the business, whether he's not being utilised right, whether he's being held back by something or other, or or whatever it is, but, the you know, the way that Ricochet goes about, you know, even his selling makes what Samoa Joe's doing looks like it absolutely fucking no hurts. Doubt. You know, Ricochet is uh, definitely uh, a top-tier level performer, and I think we see it there in that match, some of the bumps he took. Like I said, he might not be able to wrestle forever, but whilst he can, and congratulations, Ricochet, becoming a new United States champion, and that means it stays 2-1, after four matches, your perfect score went last time, so I'm not going to bring it up. I don't care about that. I'm not going to bring it up. And what a moment that was for Ricochet backstage. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, he goes back and gets uh, hugged and congratulated from his peers uh, and Triple H as well, which, you know, it's always a good sign. Triple H, you know, kind of respecting one of the guys that he brought up through NXT as well. Without a doubt, you know, and uh, it's really good to see the kind of spec Charlotte and Seth Rollins were there, you know, among others. And, of course, Heavy Machinery there. Speaking of Heavy Machinery, we're out now for our WWE Tag Team title match for SmackDown. Of course, the Raw Tag Team titles don't exist anymore. Uh, so on SmackDown side, it's Daniel Bryan and Rowan against Heavy Machinery. What do you thought of the build-up? What do you think of the two teams? Uh, has there been a build-up? Uh, I think, you know, Heavy Machinery, they kind of, uh, excuse the pun, been bulldozing the competition. Uh they thoroughly do deserve to be here in this match. What is it about heavy machinery you like so much? Um, 
I just absolutely love Otis Dozovich. I think, you know, he is an absolute class character. Um, you know, he's he's out there, like, in personality-wise, but he does mean business, which is someone, you know, that you can respect. Yeah, I think without a doubt, you know, and I think uh, we saw sort of Ricochet when he's, he, you know, giving him the hug. He always goes that extra mile, and uh, he's a funny-looking dude. And speaking of funny-looking dudes, uh, Eric Rowan's out here with uh, Daniel Bryan. And, um, well, we'll tell you what, we'll get predictions out of the way first and foremost before we carry on. And uh, match five, it's my go, and I don't think it's going to be much surprise. Bryan and Eric Rowan. Um, yeah, and I hate myself for saying this, but I agree with you as well. It's going to be Team Rowan. Mm. To get a victory here, as much as Heavy Machinery deserve to be here, I think, you know, Brian and Rowan, they, they've they kind of, I don't know, they haven't brought everything they can towards these titles. I don't know whether it's being in a tag team partnership that's kind of hampering Daniel Bryan or it's, I know it's good keeping him busy while he's not in the main title picture. I do think Daniel Bryan does deserve more, but then again, I wouldn't like him being in the spotlight all the time. So this is a good kind of proving ground for him. Again, you know, don't get me wrong, I think he can have great matches against the likes of Ricochet and the other mid-card talent that there is about. Yeah, I, I think Brian, we talked about Joe earlier, Brian is definitely main event talent, but if they're not going to use him as such, then it's not really, you know, what, what give, you know, given to him, basically. And it's SmackDown tag team titles, and we talked about Team Hell No and what Brian can do. So there's no doubt that Daniel Bryan, you know, can pull out memorable moments in the tag team division. Like I said, it's get given a chance, isn't it? That's the that's the main thing we're seeing right now. And hopefully in this one they get given a bit of time and they can show off because, you know, people might not know might not know heavy machinery that much. Uh, I'm sure they will do at the end of this match. <clears throat> and uh I'd just like to go back, uh they're wearing the classic singlets that we absolutely <laughs> admired from Great American Bash nineteen ninety nine. Was the crowd chart of Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Alright, so they're just chart for Daniel Bryan. He wants Get in and sort the crowd out, Brian. Oh, my God. Like four years to the Yes Movement. Oh, Daniel Bryan has tagged himself in. He's obliged to the crowd. All right, let's see how good Brian is. Can he control them? <laughs> All right, it's Dozovic there with his uh, fancy footwork there. Uh, Shakes and weights. I think it's going to take a lot more than a couple of uh, kicks from Brian. But he's celebrating him every time. Getting <laughs> for the kicks. And Dozovic just checking himself out. Oh, and he catches a kick from Brian and just shoves him away and then flexes in front of him. I think the crowd's being absolute dicks here at the moment. Well, Brian just needs to, like I say, take control and make sure he turns it around the right way. If not, Daniel Bryan actually likes it. That's the problem. <laughs> There's no need for them to chant Daniel Bryan right now. He's been great Hill recently. Imagine if he did this at Mania. Would have ruined the moment completely. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Dozovic there just picking Daniel Bryan up, dropping him chest first onto the mat. Today, vertical suplex. Tucker Knight gets a tag in. And Dozovic just passes <laughs> Brian tonight. A lovely suplex there. Goes for the cover. But Brian managing to kick out. Oh. That was very innovative there from uh, Heavy Machine. It's good. I'm just trying to think what the problem is. Like, you know, a colourful outfit or something like that. But again, it's not too colourful. It's not too... You know, so the hardcore fans can't be like, well, they've come from NXT. Don't get me wrong. I know the respect for Daniel Bryan. But again, it... Takes away from heavy machinery. That was nice by Tucker Knight. Oh, yeah, jumps over Daniel Bryan and then hits him with a huge clothesline. But again, Bryan managing to kick out. Oh. Tucker looking for a back body drop. Rowan gets the tag in. Oh, and a huge flying cross body from Eric Rowan. 
I think, you know, Daniel Bryan, when they was chanting for him, he should have went to tag in and said no, and then jumped off the apron and said no. Yeah, or, or even not... That the fans could go, yes, you know, do, do, something, do, do something really boring, you know, like, and take that away. I have no idea what they're saying. We are arseholes? Yeah, I've... I've tried to listen then what they were chanting. I have no idea. And to be fair, I don't know if I can be bothered anymore because they've taken away from this match, you know, Rowan in there. He's gaining loads of experience and he knows a lot about the tag team division as well. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Again, you know, Luke Harper as well. He's just sat at home waiting for his contract to expire. Again, a very underutilised talent while they're people that they don't need to be. Mm. And, you know, it is absolutely ridiculous. And Rowan Irish whips Brian into Tucker Knight and then follows up with a huge clothesline in the corner. And Brian's a little good man and he just pulls Tucker Knight into the corner. Oh, wraps the left leg of Knight around the ring post. I see they've kind of uh, got the ring post back to their small size now, mm. not their fucking massive platforms that they had before. It's even the, the aprons aren't electronic tonight. No, the one so. on the entrance. Oh, way, is it? I right. do it, believe I haven't, so. I haven't seen that one there. So, then again, it's... What, can we talk about stomping grounds? I mean, what do you think of that for a title of a pay-per-view? Stupid. It's, I, I thought it was a boot when I saw it. You know, I was like, oh, all right. I've got a pair of Doc Martens anyway. Well, it's sponsored by Lugs. <laughs> and now Brian taking down Tucker Knight, tags in Rowan. Huge headbutt from Rowan. Drops the elbow to the inside of the left leg. Huge splash. Yeah, you know what makes me laugh about this, this type of crowd, sons? The fact is that they cheer like Brian and it's like, well, yeah, because we like him. But if you actually cheered the stars, and not all of them, you know, not the ones you think you're force-fed, but just some of the new guys coming through got behind them and cheered and paid for what they do on a consistent basis, WWE then would be more open to doing that rather than bringing a legend back, you know? I think it makes perfect sense. And Rowan going to try and take out Tucker. Okay, shoulder first into the ring post. Can he tag Big Doze in? Now. So's Dozovich. As he just runs through Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Dozovich looks a bit like if, if Bryan took like the Captain America serum, he might end up like Dozovich. <laughs> and now Dozovich is spinning Bryan around. Slams him down. Well, if they boo my favourite moves with Dozovich, I'm going to be well annoyed. The Caterpillar. Yeah. Our drop toe hold sends Dozovich face first into the turnbuckle. Bryan with the running kicks. No, there's no one in the business who does that better than Daniel Bryan, but gets caught. Cool. Oh, pop-up powerbomb. Two. No, two. Two. And now Dozovic is looking to go up and put Brian away and become tag team champion for the first time. Oh, <laughs> nearly hit the swagger bomb, but Brian moved out of the way. <clears throat> and now Brian looking around and his yes chance in the crowd. So this is where he shouldn't oblige to it. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. Unless he wants it. And a flurry of kicks from Brian. But Dozovic seems to like it. He's getting powered up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dozovic is darting as Brian's kicking. <laughs> and he catches Brian. A lovely overhead suplex. That's it, Big Doze. Come on, son. Splash in the corner. Brian with a Ric Flair-type bump. Yes. 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 <laughs> Here he comes. Look at the agility of the big man. Boom. Drops that elbow. Tags in Tucker. This could be the finish. Slingshot into the slam. One... No. Rowan in to break it up. And he weren't taking any chances there. He splatters Dozovic to the outside. Oh, hang on a minute. What? Tucker Knight and Brian fight. I think they're in Washington. Brian's from Washington. So, down. that might be anything. Still, stupid, though. And Tucker Knight slams Brian down. 
I suppose, yeah, if that's the case. You know what I mean, in a way, like, but still. Well, Knight's up top. Shooting star, oh. but Brian just managing to Jeez. avoid it. Uh, I need to kill your hometown boy then. I think Tucker's grabbing his uh, Knight stick. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker might have introduced Tadger on Daniel Ryan. But Dozevich up, and so is Rowan on the apron. Well, we're just lucky it wasn't Alex Wright, otherwise Daniel Bryan would have been dead. <laughs> and oh, oh, now the two big men. The two big ginger men. <laughs> this is a face-off. This is a beard-off. This is the immovable force. Meeting the unstoppable object. I think Dozevich liked it. Shoulder block from Rowan. Literally neither man giving up an inch. Clothesline by Rowan, no effect. Clothesline by Dozevich, no effect. And oh. both men running the ropes. And again, neither man giving it up. Well, Saints got to give it a minute. Brian got the blind tag. Crossbody caught by Rowan. Uh, caught from Rowan, sorry, by Dozovic. Knight gets the tag in. And now heavy machine, we've got Rowan looking for the trash compactor. But Brian is the legal man. Lowbridge, Tucker Knight. Oh! Huge knee to Dozovic. And Brian looks like he's going to go flying. Oh, but gets caught by Tucker. Oh, my God. I see a huge upset. Tucker Knight! <laughs> nope. <laughs> he wanted to take out Rowan. Well, I would have concentrated on Brian, but fair enough. Brian with the roll-up. One, two, three. Uh, and Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan escape with their titles. My God. You know something? Again, I don't know what's going on at the moment. That wasn't a bad match. I quite enjoyed that one. Dan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, aside from the annoying crowd, which kind of makes sense in his own, you know, Brian's from Washington, etc., etc., but yeah, again, you know, a good match and it kind of leaves this one open where Brian, you know, he kind of stole a victory. But I think, you know, to cement his heel legacy, he should have distracted referee, low blow or used a foreign object. Yeah. You know, he should have done something untowards to kind of, you know, put the fact that he is still a heel out there. Yeah. There, there was a, a, I remember Christian doing it and he was in Canada, fans cheering and he said something. And it just completely turned the crowd against it. And to be booed, so I'm glad I live in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To be to be booed in your hometown it is such a kind of huge achievement. And, and uh, you know, but like then again, I'm not cussing Brian. It was a really entertaining match from you know Heavy Machine. But where did Rowan and Brian go from here? I don't know. You know, this is what hopefully WWE will provide us with an update. Absolutely. And an update on the scores. We've both got that right. So it's three two after five. As we head into our next match, and it's going to be for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and it's Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. And of course, not forgetting, following this pay per view, we do get uh, Alexa Bliss 365, yeah. which, in intently, I may or may not be wearing clothes. I won't be. But this story started off Bailey winning Money in the Bank ladder match, and then an hour and 25 minutes later, she cashed it in against Becky Lynch. And then a touch of bliss happened, and we see the uh, the coming together of um, Bailey and Alexa Bliss. And Bliss is kind of she always has her tagalongs, doesn't she? She had Nia Jax, and then she had um, Mickey James, and now she's got Nikki Cross. I do think this is helping elevate Nikki Cross's status. No, I think look how happy Nikki Cross looks. When's the last time we saw a really happy? Nikki? The last time I saw her this happy was when she knew who did it. I know who did it. But, you know, you have to congratulate her. She has just been recently married to uh, one of the... V- Killian Dane. Killian Dane, that's it. Big man. Hi, big man. Uh, no, it's, it's great. And like I said, for Bailey to have the kind of... Everybody thinks she was done. Uh, you know, tag team champion at WrestleMania. And then winning money in the bank. Cashing in on, on Charlotte. 
getting their getting their chance to be the SmackDown face and going up against the Raw <laughs> Alexa Bliss. But still, we'll take that away because it's well. I know you like Alexa. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and Bailey is a great talent. Have we seen the best of Bailey yet in WWE? Do you reckon? Um, I, I think we continue seeing her. I don't think we've seen a bad Bailey. To be fair, um. The only thing that kind of would make these moments sweeter, and I'll say it again, is Sasha Banks coming out, you know, to Bailey and saying, that should have been me. You've taken my moment away from me. And then seeing them two have a few, because they had some very good matches in NXT. And, you know, I think they can continue that here, given the time and uh, the opportunity. Sounding of that, I don't know if you're who you're favouring, but who have you gone for in this match? Um... Well, I'll always favour Alexa Bliss, but I have gone for Bailey to keep hold of her title. I think she needs a victory over a reputable name, and I think Alexa Bliss is that reputable name to get the victory over. I completely agree. I don't think Bliss needs a championship at the moment. She's made herself relevant, you know, and she is a star in her own right. And to do that outside the help of the four horsewomen, it, it just shows how difficult it is. You know, look at where Oscar is right now. Look at Ember Moon, as we spoke about earlier. You know, and to Bliss to still be relevant, have the uh, the chat show that she's got, which makes her, you know, Raw or SmackDown she can do. And teaming up with Nikki Cross. It's fucking brilliant. I really do like it. Seeing, you know, again, someone, Alexa Bliss is absolutely loved, but she manages to get herself booed, which is what any good heel should be able to do. And Bailey means business here tonight. Look to take out Bliss. And Bliss won't listen to it. I do like Bailey's side plates, though. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> I like Alexa Bliss's top bollocks. That's a euphemism. So here we go with a second women's match of the night and Bliss pushing Bailey. And Bailey won't be having that anymore as we see the excellent Charles Robinson officiating. Absolutely. He's never put a foot wrong or a finger wrong. There's Bailey now working Bliss over the corner. Oh, now Bailey comes running in with a knee, throws Bliss, goes for the cover. One, two, no, only a two count. Two. Because these two women feuded uh, a couple of years ago. With Bliss getting the better of Bailey, so it's nice to see these two women have another chance to rekindle that, and hopefully Bailey get the better because she's not been great, you know, coming out winning at the end of feuds, even though she has been successful. Flat as she sends Bliss to the turnbuckle, and we get snake eyes from Bailey as again she goes for a cover, but only a two count. Two. So do you reckon Nikki Cross might play a part in the uh, the outcome of this match? I don't know. I think that's what Nikki Cross is all about. She doesn't look like she gets involved. She just looks like she's worried about Bliss at the moment. But well, my, my reason of thinking is that um, Nikki Cross interferes in the match, inadvertently helping Bailey, and then that kind of puts a wedge between Nikki Cross and Bailey. Uh, um, Alexa Bliss, sorry. Okay, I can definitely see that working. But look how... Look how Lovely, Nikki Cross looks, looking on like a friend Bliss getting the advantage there, sending Bailey into the turn. But I wouldn't melt at the moment, look at that. But I, I miss the unhinged, the crazy Nikki Cross. This has kind of turned her into a, a little sweetie. Well, let's hope Bliss can... If, if Maybe they're trying to build another riot squad, a suicide squad again with Bliss. And then Nikki Cross is like the monster. And then you can get someone else in as well. Tamina. <laughs> I mean, just imagine Nikki Cross losing her shit with... But yeah. you can see, like, you know, the way that Alexa Bliss would react to it as well. She'd be like, yeah. <gasps> yeah, exactly. We'd panic. We'd run. <clears throat> you better run. I know who did it. I know who's going to beat you. And Bliss, smiling at the moment. She's winking up just her backside. And now she's got Bailey down with that side headlock. Bailey trying to get to her feet now, get out of submission. But Bliss slams her back down and 
for five feet of fury. He's quite deceptively strong. And you can actually see by the look of how much of a vindictive bitch she could, she could, <laughs> she could be. I mean, she's lost like 205 pounds of shit. Why don't you leave your former cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy, out of this? And we'll concentrate on Alexa Bliss. Well, the former cruiserweight champion is Tony Nese. To be fair, you're right now. But we're focusing on Belly, trying to get back into this. As Bliss has been in complete control. But again, you know, I said it during the Becky Lynch match. This is again another face in peril. Gets beaten down. Comes back and wins it at the end. Well, we hope. Oh, you, you can kind of see it happening now. And Bliss now just stomping the back. <laughs> Goes for the cover, but only gets a two. Two. And again going for the cover, but this time Bailey kicking out. Oh. Come on, Charles. Pull your finger out your ass. Well, a little bit of frustration there. But I wouldn't back against Charles's count. Did you just call me? I'd say Charles's count. How dare you disrespect <laughs> the mini nature. And now cross body by Bailey. Nearly catching Bliss off guard. Managing to kick out. Ah. Uh-huh. A bliss back to the offence. Just clubbing the back of Bailey. Well, with Bailey, there ain't no stopping her now. There ain't no stopping her now. Oh, a huge slap to the face from Bliss. Oh, my God. Well, the laughing's over and done with now. As she takes a bow, she's happy with her handiwork, calls Bailey out. He comes out with a huge clothesline and drops Bliss. What, Buddy Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And now look at Bailey, bit of rolling thunder there, finishing it off with the elbow. Oh. But this time, Bliss getting up and delivering a huge right, dropping Bailey where she stands. Well, Bailey on the apron, but oh, she was only playing possum. Adams hangs Alexa Bliss up to dry and delivers a huge knee to the side of her head. Now Bailey's going up top as Bliss is uh, struggling to get her composure. Oh, she manages to duck underneath Bailey. Bliss trying to set up for the DDT, but Bailey escaping it and delivering a knee to the side of Bliss's head. He rolls to the outside, and Nikki Cross immediately comes to her aid. And now Bailey get distracted. No, just making sure Nikki's keeping a distance. Oh, as Bailey is trying to deliver a drop kick through the ring post, Bliss moved out of the way, but then pulls Bailey into the ring post shoulder first. And that was brilliant by Alexa Bliss. Wrenches Bailey's arm down and slams it against the wafer thin mats. And Charles Robson County, but. Bliss will be aware of everything that's going on at the moment. I'm blissfully aware. Tosses Bailey back in. Goes for the cover, but only a two. Two. And now Bliss with the elbows. Wrenching away at the arm. Just trying to dislocate that. Hyperextend it. Another cover, but Bailey getting the kick out. Uh, oh, my God. Bailey trying to fight back, but Bliss catches the arm. Rolls through and nips up. Very Bliss. Wrenches the arm round, but Bailey stops it. But Bliss managing to land on her feet. Oh... A belly to back suplex for the cover on Bailey, uh, by Bailey, but no, only a two count. Two. And Bailey struggling there, trying to get the arm to get a proper cover on the pin. And you got to wonder if she can hit the Bailey to Bailey effectively as well. And Bliss slowly getting to her feet. And Bailey looking for anything. Sunset flip powerbomb into the corner. But Bliss very wisely rolls to the outside so Bailey can't get a pinfall. My God, that. I mean, talk about someone with concussion injuries as well to go back like that on the turnbuckle and Nikki Cross making sure that her friends are right and Bliss may be out oh suicide dive by Bailey uh, by Bailey but only taking Nikki Cross out Alexa Bliss managed to dodge most of it did she ever go at Nikki Cross then for not catching her properly I don't know it seemed a little bit weird but Bailey ran into the stairs there not intentionally obviously Bliss moved out of the way yeah look sunset powerbomb on the outside from Bliss to Bailey 
And now Bliss, this is Bliss's time. He throws Bailey in. Stomps on the midsection. And he's looking to go up now. And <laughs> Nikki is not happy at the moment because Bailey got involved. Bliss fighting her off though. Bailey trying to take advantage, couldn't. Now here comes Bliss. No, knees up from Bailey. Well, Twisted Bliss missed. Bailey to ba- Bailey to Bailey. Two, three. Oh my God. And due to in part into Nikki Cross, <laughs> Bailey's still not happy. And Nikki Cross actually didn't look very happy there either, as in, I don't know, maybe I'm looking too much into it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nikki Cross gets a little bit of trouble there. Bailey didn't seem happy about that, but she'd be happy to retain her championship uh, in not a bad match. It was I was expecting maybe a little bit better, but again, wasn't too bad, was it? You know, no, it was uh, a very well worked match between two very safe and competent workers. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not sure what the kind of end interference was with Nikki Cross kind of jumping in when Bailey was down, or yeah, it showed a crazy side maybe, but it didn't really make a lot of sense. Still, another point for both of us. So it's four three now. As we head into our seventh match, because we only got nine matches on the show, but Bailey will be happy as we move on. <laughs> I love this. Ah, oh my God! So what just happened, Dan? <laughs> yeah, can we watch it? <laughs> I haven't seen it in time. <laughs> so poor Drake Maverick winning and losing the twenty-four-seven title, and now we're backstage ricochet. So we see uh, Styles Club, uh, AJ Styles with the club. They're posing backstage with Ricochet as he's. Uh, very happy about his new championship belt. And uh, just as he was leaving, AJ Styles said, I'll see you tomorrow night on Raw. Oh, and what a match that will be, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. And what a match this should be, because up next, it's Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. And Dan, what have you thought of this whole Kit Kat and Caboodle with Reigns, McIntyre and Shane? Absolutely, stupidly, ridiculously pointless. I mean, Shane McMahon is getting far too much airtime. I mean, people are fucking leaving the company and getting released, and there's Shane McMahon taking up half hour to an hour of fucking TV time and pay-per-view time as well. Um, you know, Drew McIntyre, he should be kind of his own unstoppable, indestructible force, not being fucking Shane McMahon's bitch. Um, and... Yeah, you know, I think all this Shane McMahon stuff is kind of dragging everyone around him down as well. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, it's definitely not working. With Rome Reigns, you can see what they're trying to do against going against authority again and taking the Miz's place. But McIntyre, you know, he tweeted out and he said, um, the only man to kind of beat me since I, I've came back to WWE has been Roman Reigns and at stomping grounds, I'm going to make a difference. And in my eyes, it's just not, you know. And when you your guy doesn't, win big matches then you start questioning the character as well and uh, I, I think tonight with Roman Reigns is going to be very difficult for McIntyre you know and even the Wrestlemania match wasn't that great either you know so I'm not going to hold out hope but anyway prediction wise as we hear Roman Reigns coming out to a chorus of cheers didn't take long did it nah, <laughs> absolutely not yeah, they're booing him out but I have gone for Roman Reigns well James when it was Roman Reigns against Shane McMahon, I said to you, away that I reckon the way that that match is going to go is Shane McMahon's going to win via a uh, Claymore kick from Drew McIntyre, and I didn't go for it. I think a similar thing is going to happen here. Drew McIntyre is going to get the victory, Shane McMahon's going to interfere, and Roman Reigns is going to lose. So I have gone for 
Drew McIntyre because McIntyre. I'm going to go with my intelligence yeah. here. Go with your intelligence and McIntyre's already meeting Reigns on the outside and the fight is on between these two big dogs. But Reigns manages to turn it around, sends McIntyre headfirst into Barry Cade, then throws him into the ring. And McIntyre's kind of been apart with Roman Reigns now since the start of the year, really. So the last six months, these two men have been connected and it's not really helped either of them out, weirdly enough. No. As Reigns sends McIntyre into the corner. And Reigns eliminates McIntyre from the Royal Rumble. And Shane there just watching on. And Reigns got a look in his eyes. He's going to try fly. Oh! Fucking hell. Roman got some hang time there, but I think McIntyre was a bit close. He still managed to hit him. But now Shane's backing off, jumping Barry Cade and going to run away into the crowd. I don't know why Roman Reigns is following Shane O'Mac. Uh, and because it's fucking just... They're just some mockery of a match, isn't it? It's just a long way round for what McIntyre to recover and hit him with a clothesline. There you go. And as you say that, yeah, Roman does jump over Barry Cade and gets caught by Drew McIntyre. You're going to see another match down, which you love, of the heel beating down the face for the majority, only for him to record a miraculous comeback. Absolutely. Super Cena's going to strike again. Uh, McIntyre sends Reigns into the stairs. But it, what's it for? There's no reason. It's not even personal. Like, why does McIntyre dislike Roman Reigns so much? I We still don't know. Because he's been the only person to beat him since he came up from NXT. Yeah, but why did he dislike him before that, then, at Wrestle, before WrestleMania? Why did he get involved in the Shield for? Like, you know, what's... If he said to us, oh, Shane's going to give me a title shot if I beat Roman Reigns, you'd be like, oh, I can see why you're working for him now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> as opposed to... Oh, I quite like, I quite like him. I was trying to do a Scottish accent. <laughs> I quite like For a half Scottish person, your Scottish <laughs> accent is shit. I don't like him. I don't like I quite like him. He's my mate. I quite like him. <laughs> and now Shane O'Mac getting involved, hanging reins up on the second rope. Scottish people don't say things like that. And Mac start going for the couple of reins. Managing to kick out. Ah. <laughs> And now McIntyre, they're slowing things down. He's got the armbar in. Shane looking on. I, I like McIntyre, but this is not the McIntyre that was wrestling NXT, the kind of power moves that he was doing and all the excitement. He wasn't putting armbars in and sleeper holds. This is him being hindered. And he's not with Jinder. No, he's not, but it's still. <clears throat> well, there's a match between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, and yet yeah, Shane is best in the world. Go figure. Uh, what'd you call me? Exactly. And now McIntyre working the back of Reigns. Methodically stomping away. He no, must have just got, two stamps. He must have got tips. Oh, we go. Go on. You're not worthy, human. Roman, you're not worthy. Hey, ref, that was three. That was three. <laughs> you prick. Hey, I tell you how to do your job. You like that, do you, Roman? I'm the big dog, now. <laughs> Uh, Charting this is awesome, though. Credit to them. This is awful. I didn't hear that one. I will come to Washington and personally bitch slap everybody in attendance, my love. That's only six people. They haven't got a big list. Yeah, I go there. It's all cardboards. <laughs> not real people. Mannequins. Oh, McIntyre trying to suplex Reigns, but not got the strength in his six foot seven frame to lift Roman Reigns up over his head. So Reigns managed to. Re- Return the favour and hit a suplex on McIntyre. And that Joe of the big dog who's always packing a punch here as he's looking to put McIntyre away now. Delivers a huge right hand as Shane McMahon gets up and hangs Reigns up and a spine buster. 
McIntyre with a really weird cover. Like <laughs> so, um... But manager kick out. Ah. Uh, so, if McIntyre doesn't lose, uh, doesn't win, even with Shane McMahon's help, does that make him look a bit like a cunt? Ah. Uh. <laughs> he, he's doomed. Hey, we're doomed. Honestly, they're not going to do it. They're not going to push the boat on McIntyre, and he's going to be... He'll be the Braun Strowman of 2018. That's what year are you in? 2019. <laughs> That's more like it. Yes, yeah, see, time flies when you haven't followed the WNR podcast. So in 2020, McIntyre will be with you. Yeah, yeah. probably. He'll be teaming up with Nicholas at WrestleMania. No, he won't. It'll be a new Andre Giant Moore about Getting, Getting eliminated, eliminated by, by Gronkowski. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say. We should really concentrate on this fantastic match because McIntyre's had him in that sleeper for about at least the last two minutes. At least five minutes. But when Randy Orton does it, he's shit. But when McIntyre does it, oh, he's a greedy. Oh, my God. Look at that clothesline from hell. Goes to the cover. No, but Reigns managing to kick out. Uh, Shane McMahon hasn't been involved once in this match yet. Um, He has twice. <laughs> so he hasn't been involved once. Exactly. I was right. I'm from Scotchland. Shane asking if he should ring the bell because it's over. No, because Roman Reigns didn't. Sub- if Shane's got so much control, why don't you just do that now? Ring the bell. There you go. Submitted. Oh, and a version of the STF with the arm trapped in. And Roman might be going purple. And that purple-headed warrior's got to fight back in this match. Or it'll be over and done with. Boring. Fuck you. You're telling me this is entertaining. I mean, he's gone from a chin lock to a version of the STF. I'm telling you, it's not my worst match of the night. No, he's going to go to an arm bar. This is not my worst match of the night. You talk about star power involved here. You got the yeah, face of the WWE. You got the face of the WWE. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre versus <laughs> Roman Reigns. Oh, and a huge Samoan drop there from Reigns. Way to the fight back. I hope they're just going to lay down and relax for ten minutes. This has been a war of attrition between the two big dogs in WWE, staking their claim for who wants to own this yard here tonight at Stomping Grounds. And will it be the Scottish psychopath and Drew McIntyre, or will it be the big dog? Roman Reigns, that's what we're finding out. McIntyre getting to his feet. The gladiator as always. Well, while we're on this, uh, another long break, I'm sure Drew McIntyre's going to get a headlock in or something. But why haven't you gone for your man, Drew McIntyre? Uh, well, the action's just picked up here, Dan. I'm sorry, but they, they're right and left. And McIntyre now, big kick, Irish whip. But Reigns comes out of a clothesline, drops McIntyre, not once. But twice, so now it's Reigns firing up, but the Irish was reversed by McIntyre, but Reigns comes back with a huge clothesline takedown. So why haven't you gone for your man, James? We should call it Scottish whip, shouldn't we? Uh, because I know WWE mistreatment of Drew McIntyre. Uh, why have you not gone Randy Orton for? Randy Orton's uh, not here tonight. He's not here tonight, isn't right. Yeah, sorry, my bad. My bad. So, yeah, that's why I got McIntyre for, all right? <laughs> Well, when was the last time you actually went for your man, McIntyre? Probably early in the year. Was that when he was in NXT? <laughs> yes. Was that when, it, was that when he lost uh, to my man, the 311 boy, Andrade Cien Almas Tranquilo? Uh, well, as you say that, you've kind of put off McIntyre in the ring because Reigns has just taken him down. And now he's looking... He's going to load up the fist. Superman punch time. Shane O'Max on the apron. He eats the Superman punch. Ray's not finished there with Shane McMahon. Bang. Second Superman punch. But McIntyre comes out. He gets an uppercut. Upper what? And now Reigns might be looking for the drive-by. Oh, no. McIntyre moves out the way. Oh. He catches Reigns. 
And now he's got Roman Reigns. What's he going to do with him? Alabama <laughs> slam into the announce table. <laughs> now, that's entertainment. Don't actually win this one, Drew. Boom. One, two. Oh, no. Reigns managing to kick out. Oh. Well, Drew came close, and that just shows the power. And now McIntyre picking up Roman. Placing him in the corner. Lifting him up to the top turnbuckle. In a very precarious position for a huge chop. And that was a huge chop. It caved Roman Reigns' chest in. Is McIntyre going all the way up? No, Reigns fighting out of it, though. Oh and McIntyre's hung up in the tree of woe. This is not good for Drew. And Manages at... to sit himself up. We're straight into a headbutt. And a headbutting competition is not good news for the Scott. No, but he is going to get some Samoan. So we know how strong their headbutts are. And now McIntyre. Up in place for a superplex. Oh! Leads across for the cover. One, two. Oh, no. Reigns just managing to kick out. Oh. I never thought I'd say this, but come on, Roman. Roman. I can't believe you've gone against your man. I was 2-0 down at the start of this, Dan, and now I have a chance to level things with two matches to go. I think that's pretty well done. Oh, McIntyre manages to nip up to his feet. <laughs> Claymore kick. Oh, fuck, he is an L. He's tuning up the band. And Reigns in serious trouble. Got you. Kick his fucking head off. <laughs> Reigns is in trouble. Oh, no. Sidesteps it. Backside. Not like this. One, two. Oh, oh McIntyre gets out. Oh, my Glasgow God. Glasgow Kess. And that put Roman down. And McIntyre going up top. This isn't wise. He must be a little bit catty wampers. Not sure where he is at the moment. Oh. Jumps off the top into a Superman punch. One, uh, two. Oh, oh no. McIntyre manages to kick it. <laughs> Shane's still down from his two Superman punch. And Roman Reigns now screaming, trying to get the crowd with him to finish things. McIntyre's in trouble. <laughs> Into a Glasgow. Gone. Another Glasgow kiss. Spit. Reigns hit it. Kick out. One. Kick out. Two. Yes, Shane. Oh, yes, Shane. No. You man. That's why he's the best in the world. Bullshit. If I fucking knew he was going to do this, I would have gone. I knew he was going to do this. McIntyre. Coast to coast. Coast. He can't, surely. Coast. Coast. Don't call me Shirley, but he is going to. Well, All right then, Shane. Try All right then, jacket Shane. Jacket off. Yeah. Jacket off then, Shane. Jacket. And now Shane slowly making it up to the coast to coast. Boom. Now, if McIntyre doesn't win it from here yeah. with a huge assistant <laughs> from Shane... He got way of being a wrestler. Well, he's a, a, well, McIntyre going for the cover. Referee throwing it. Dan, I hate when you arrive. One, two, three. Yeah! Rose made you to kick out. Huh? <laughs> Shane can't believe it. McIntyre can't believe it. Dan can't believe it. But Reigns is still in this one. Come on, Super Cena, Reigns. Come on, Super Scott. <laughs> Oh, my God. Look how annoyed McIntyre is right now. Claymore kick. Well, Reigns won't be able to beat McIntyre as long as Shane McMahon is at ringside. Exactly. I mean, if Reigns does manage to beat Drew McIntyre after all of this tomfoolery, then McIntyre isn't worthy of being in a wrestling ring. Yeah, he should retire immediately. I completely agree with you. And now McIntyre. Go on. Got you. This one. That's going to hurt. He's going to try and finish Roman Reigns. Still in the heat. Oh, 
Superman punch. Shane's in. Shane's out. Ducks a clothesline. Spear. Raids with a pin. One, two, two. kick out. Three. <laughs> yes, my man. Slim ring. Yeah. Fuck. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I meant. I meant. Finally, I am back on level terms after fucking seven matches. Uh, oh my god, McIntyre's mistreatment there is terrible. Reigns is Superman. Like Dan, what do you think of the match? Um, as much as you love him, that made Drew look like a complete cunt. Um, you know, even with Shane McMahon helping him out, Shane McMahon's interference, Drew still couldn't get the job done. You know, even Shane fared better against Roman Reigns than Drew did. If exactly, and if you were going to beat, like you said, Roman Reigns, you, it's this way. You ain't going to beat him otherwise. He has turned into the Baron Corbin of this kind of storyline now. Of not but at least Baron Corbin's in a title match. Yeah, <laughs> fair. To be fair, he's in a title match. But we kind of, you know, what's going on there. But Reigns getting it. Again, what a bad match. But I, I don't. I want this feud over and done. Reigns is beating McIntyre and got retribution. We don't need Reigns versus Shane again. So... Scores after that. I do get a point, and it goes four points all as we head into our next match. Two matches left. Two matches left. All the difference. So the next match is the WWE Championship Steel Cage. It's Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston. And, I mean, this has been a bit of a, a weird one as well uh, because Ziggler kind of came out of the blue before Super Kofi because Owens wasn't going there. And then this led to the rematch at Stomping Grounds. Now... I mean, there wasn't that much kind of un- unruly stuff happening at Super Showdown, was there, between Ziggler and Kofi? Yes, Woods got involved, kicked off Ziggler right before the finish of the match. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think that's too bad, because you see Hill's doing it all the time, but now it's Ziggler who's saying that he's got a problem with that. So he's against well, Of Kofi. course he's got a problem with that. It was the kick to the back of his head that cost him the match. Look, I know you're frustrated, Dan, but I mean, I know you're a huge fan of Dolph Ziggler and you want to see him justified right here tonight going against Kofi. Uh, but again, for the storyline, I'm not really a huge fan of it. I mean, Ziggler can be used, I think, better ways than this. And I don't think he's going to come out on top. He's just there to be a challenger for Kofi Kingston. So, Dan, who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for Kofi Kingston to get the victory and keep hold of his title. Um, you know, no disrespect to Dolph Ziggler, but I think Kofi needs to kind of establish himself as a champion by beating a known staple, you know, maybe beating Randy Orton as soon as they had their feud way back when, you know, that would kind of give him some legitimacy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, with Kofi, there's other ways of, 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 of dealing with it in terms of what you want to do with his title reign. I think he's a legitimate WWE champion now. I think, you know, Rey Mysterio maybe wasn't in my eyes, but I think with Kofi, he's, he's carried the title well. Uh, and I think, you know, he fits it. And hopefully when he does end up losing it, that he can still, you know, mingle, maybe become a multi-time champ. I too have gone for Kingston to retain this one. But like I said, we need something to add juice to it a little bit. You know, hopefully he's not fucking fighting uh, Ziggler at SummerSlam. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do not want that. This oh, absolutely not, no. Um, but, you know, as, as much as I do like seeing Dolph Ziggler in the title picture as well, he looks a bit like Rich Swan. Since actually winning the title, Kofi hasn't actually lost in house shows, pay-per-views, or on Raw or SmackDown. Fact. So, will we uh, see Kofi doing something extraordinary off the top of the cage? 
or anything is possible. We've talked about these two men and they're kind of facing off for the, the most uh, the pairing that they've had in, in WWE. And you've got to think after a while, you're going to see something spectacular, especially given the stage now. Not many times they face, you know, never have they faced off inside a steel cage with the WWE title on the line. And Kofi, of course, would be looking to impress. But he means business as well. That's what I like about Kofi. We've seen that more side of him, haven't we? We've seen that different side. We have indeed, yeah. And uh, Kofi pushes Dolph. And Dolph immediately starts climbing the cage. I mean, he could win without getting a shot off here. But no, Kingston grabbed him back in the cage. Huge drop kick from Ziggler. Wow. See, that now would be a good time to jump out. That's what he's doing. He's opening up the door after that beautiful drop kick. Well, I think Kofi, he can't, Kofi, for him, needs to win this match by pinfall. Not escaping. Well, because otherwise people start believing that he needs a new day to actually get victory in a weird way as well. I think what Owens was saying before the Ziggler storyline started would be a good way to cause dissension within that group and maybe, you know, Kofi question himself as well. Add another layer to it, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, you know, what would you say about Dolph Ziggler climbing over the top, getting caught by Z- Ziggler... Uh, uh, Big Ian Woods not allowing him to drop to the floor and then Kofi just walking out the cage yeah. door getting it that way or being caught by Big E as he climbs over the top and then thrown back in the door the problem though you got a fine line ain't they because uh, it doesn't just go in the kind of you know three and one kind of heel Kofi it would be good to see the kind of face treated a little bit differently as well but as for Ziggler you know with Dolph, is there any saving him, or is he just a guy that just come in every now and again and, and be involved in feuds? I think Dolph Ziggler legitimately would deserve another title run. I'd thoroughly enjoy seeing Dolph Ziggler as his asshole best. And Ziggler at the moment, just suffocating Kofi Kingston. Breaking his face against the side of the cage. Now Ziggler working Kofi with a net breaker, but it's been quite a slow start. Absolutely, yeah. So would you say the Kofi train has kind of lost a bit of traction? Uh, I don't know, I think he gets support, but again, it's the kind of, calib- like you said, calibre of opponent that they're going against. You know, it's all well and good being the main event, but then if you go to the main event, you're facing the same people you did when you were in the mid-card. What's really changed? In, you know, yeah. in a weird oh, way, yeah, like, yeah. that's why the main event is, so you get treated the same level as a Cena or an Orton or, you know, whoever else you want to put in there. Which, unfortunately, has not been a lot recently. No, no, there's not, Um, you know, uh, 90% of the roster is mid-card to upper mid-card. There's no... There are Orton's, Triple H's, Batista's, that kind of calibre of wrestler. Because they don't pull the trigger with them. They, they always kind of stop them. At this point, like with Strowman, they had the chance to take it to the next level. McIntyre have dropped the ball with him. You know, we've talked about... Corbin. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is a perfect example of a guy. How many times, just because, it, you know, and the win-losses do matter at that certain stage. And Ziggler's another wrestler. Win losses, you know, losses are going to far outweigh the wins that he's had. Absolutely. Ziggler finally using the cage as a friend and sending Kofi in there. Ziggler's got a version of the crossface locked in. <laughs> so, do you think Dolph Ziggler's kind of reigning in a bit now? Because uh, yeah. I think he used to be a lot more entertaining. I think all the risks, all, all the stuff that Ziggler used to try or attempt. And now it's, you know, I, I know he's got his stand up tour and everything like this. And, and, and that's why Jericho kind of changed his style a little bit. and and with Ziggler, if you're not going to be the show-off, then maybe you need to change your gimmick a little bit. What is Dolph Ziggler without that kind of show-off? He's always been like that, you know? It's a bit weird to kind of transition into something else. Do you remember when Dolph Ziggler was going through his phase of coming down to everyone else's intros? <laughs> that was awful. Oh, I loved it, but it was awful. And Ziggler runs into a back elbow from Kofi. Well, the most heartbreaking thing for 
Ziggler was the money in a bank, you know, cashing that in. The biggest pops in Raw history. And then suffering a concussion against Del Rio and having to drop it. And then never giving the ball back because they thought he was injury prone, you know. And a, a lot of there's always an excuse why you shouldn't give a person a title. And it's good that at least Kofi broke through and it was like, there's someone, you know. They didn't have any choice, you know, like Daniel Bryan. They, they had to. Well, I think, you know, for Kofi Kingston giving him the title was the right time and the right choice. But maybe it's WWE going, right, you wanted these guys. We're going to put them in these and you don't want them anymore. Why? And it's, well, because you're giving us against the wrong people. Like Lynch, we moaned about Becky Lynch, didn't we? Kofi Kingston, such great moments. Seth Rollins, who are the challengers right now? Corbin again. <laughs> it's been all Ziggler so far. Hmm, <laughs> Really? Funny trend we're seeing here, so that means <laughs> Kofi's going to win then. The hill being up the face. And look at Ziggler screaming at Kofi Kingston, saying, look what you made me did. But Kofi managing to reverse Ziggler into the cage. Head first into the side of the cage now, and Kingston's uh, trying to wake himself up a bit. Oh, Ziggler, low stopping Kofi for gaining momentum. Famous, sir. No. Kingston throws him into the cage, rolls him up. Two. No. Ziggler managing to kick out. Oh. Well, yeah, earlier you're having to go at McIntyre and, and Reigns match being boring. Are you not going to say exactly the same thing here? No. <laughs> no, because I'm fine. I mean, Kofi's trying to get out at the moment, but... Oh, here's something weird, all right? There was a tag team formation of Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Drew McIntyre kicked Dolph Ziggler in the head, turned on him, and yet Dolph Ziggler's in the main event title picture. WWE logic at its oh, finest. Oh, no. well, now Kofi and Ziggler both fighting that. You are dead weight to me. You're shit. Trying to get over that cage. Both men in a very precarious position, perched on that top rope. Ziggler goes down. This could be Kofi's moment if he climbs over. But now that Ziggler's fallen off, Kingston's forgotten how to climb. <laughs> He's not very sure-footed. No, Ziggler springboards off the top rope to a cross body, but only gets a two count. Two. And that was the beautiful agility of Kingston then. And now Kofi looking to go up again, and this time maybe to escape, thinking he's done enough stuff, thinking he's done enough. Blah. But now Ziggler's managed to uh, recover in time, grabs hold of the leg of Kofi, tries dragging him back in, bounces Kofi's head off the side of the cage. Kofi falls to the mat. Just be Ziggler's opportunity to escape. No, no, he's forgotten how to climb. He's trying to get a grip, and he's got one leg over the top, but here comes Kofi. Oh dear. Now both men perched on top of the cage. Well, they must be at least 15 foot up. At least 20 foot in the air. Oh, and Ziggler positioned himself outside. He's got both legs over. All he needs to do is just drop to the mat. And he's the new champ. Trying to wiggle himself free of Kingston's grasp. I know Kofi manages to drag him back up. Now both men fall off the ring rope after uh, their exhausting battle on the top of the cage. Top of the cage. Top of the cage. Both men using each other to help the other one up. That's a slow ring. And neither man really getting an advantage, but a headbutt there by Ziggler. SOS, one, two, no. Oh. Dolph with a kick out. Oh, Kofi can't believe it. And now Kofi using the ropes to get to his feet. Looking for trouble in paradise. No, Ziggler catches him. Looking for the backdrop, but Kingston lands on his feet. Gets the knees up for D Ziggler, though, who catches his leg. And then... DDT's Kofi's right leg. Well, he might have hyperextended it. Ah, that's one thing you don't want to happen. No, without a doubt. And he's got a heel hook in. This is nice work by Ziggler. Now Kingston looking for the rope. It doesn't matter though, does it? No, it won't be a rope break in a cage match. Won't matter. 
Well, Kofi needs to try and pull himself up the ring ropes. He's trying it, but he's putting different pressure on Ziggler. Ziggler's clamped on the leg and Kofi's just using his hands to try and climb up the side of the cage. As Ziggler drags him back down and Kingston nearly fell out of the <laughs> out of the cage. Winning his title, well, keeping his title while being unconscious. Now Kofi grabs the stairs, trying to stay safe. And Ziggler working that leg over again. Now Dolph successfully dragging Kofi back in the ring, still keeping hold of that knee bar. And Ziggler's just got the submission in, and Kofi screaming in agony. Ziggler screaming at him, saying, do you give up? Kofi fighting everything he's got. Flicks Dolph Ziggler off into the corner, well, looking Kofi- for trouble in paradise, <laughs> but the foot gets caught back into that heel hook slash knee bar. And you can see the 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 way the leg is folded there with Ziggler. I mean, dexterity all you want, but... Kofi's in serious trouble. And Ziggler looking to break the ankles. Kofi's trying to fight it. Manages to roll through. And gets an ankle lock of his own. Well, Ziggler trying to fight him off. Zigzag. And this might be it, One, Ziggler. One, two. No. Oh. Kofi just managing to kick out. Oh. Well, that was Ziggler's best shot just then. Well, his four shots are famous. Well, yeah, I'm famous. No, I don't know. Okay, Ziggler now going to go for the super kick, but Kofi catches the leg. Drags him down to the mat. He's got a front face lock. Now Ziggler's using his intelligence and just trying to get out. Backing down to the mat. If he can get there, he's champ. Kofi's trying to fight Ziggler now. Kofi successfully dragging Ziggler back in. Looks like Kofi went for a suplex. Ziggler moves out of the way and now trying to get out. But Kofi's got hold of him. He's got the trunks. Ziggler's got the cage door. Now Kofi trying to drag Dolph back in. Now Ziggler just Kofi off him. Goes straight for the eyes. Kicks Kofi in the face. Now for a third time, can he attempt to get out of the cage? And Kofi's down in the corner. Ziggler near the door. And Dolph is just a couple of inches away from becoming champion. Kingston throws himself out over Dolph <laughs> to keep his title. That's one way of doing it, I suppose. Oh, my. Suicide dive to the WWE title. Kofi gets the job done there. Well, that was a nice spot. Yeah, we are. You asked if we were going to do anything, and we saw that. Does that live up to expectation? Not really, no. Um, it, it was a very safe match. It, it wasn't terrible. Again, two very, very good workers, both competent in what they can do. So it was a good, solid match. It's your average Ziggler versus Kingston match. There's nothing really, anything out of the ordinary special. I mean, Ziggler wasn't that close to getting down, I suppose, afterwards, was he? We see the replay and Kingston comes all the way down. He was always going to make it. <laughs> well, Kofi gets the victory here. That means point-wise it is 5-all. as we enter. And the New Day are out here celebrating with their boy Kofi. And Ziggler is just absolutely distraught. But up next, it's our, if you can call it, a main event. And it's a Universal Championship. And it's Baron, Cor- Baron Corbin going against Seth Rollins. For the Universal Championship and its special guest referee. To be arranged. But every man that was close to becoming uh, the special guest referee, Seth was taken out with a chair. He'd done it to Sami Zayn, he'd done it to Elias, he even done it to um, Eric Young, contemplating being the uh, the special guest referee. And you can't blame Seth Rollins for going after them all as well, because Corbin said that uh, a super showdown is referee officiating, which in parts, again, you could maybe see, but we will get a special guest referee here tonight. Baron von Corbin. So Baron Corbin comes out, and of course he gets his cuss entrance, as always, and Seth Rollins and 
Not a bad burn it down. As he's very fractured with chair in hand. Do you think he's going to take out the referee as soon as they come down here? He's going to be like, right, I'm not going to let anybody referee this match. Well, his thinking is if, uh, if there's no referee, there's going to be no match. Right, prediction-wise, it's either a draw or it could be loss either way. We just don't know. But I have gone for Seth freaking Rollins. So, you haven't gone for the man that you predicted would one day be a WWE champion. No. You haven't gone, you haven't gone for Baron Corbett. You personally said that man will guaranteed hold a heavyweight championship. You haven't gone for him. No, but I said it about McIntyre. Look what happened. All oh, right. Well, I've gone for Rollins anyway. We've gone for... Oh, fuck. So we've got a draw. It's a draw on our hands, boys and girls. How disappointing. Someone's getting the microphone announcing and Rollins not going to let him. <clears throat> so we start off with Seth getting on the mic and threatening. Anyone comes down with the intention of taking his title off him, they're going to get the steel chair treatment. Well, Seth means business here tonight. Oh! oh! I'd like to see Seth Rollins hit her with a steel chair. It is a sassy Southern Belle, Lacey Evans. We saw her losing to Becky Lynch earlier, who is a publicly WWE-known Seth Rollins' girlfriend. And I let's say Lacey Evans does suit a referee's outfit. Oh, and he trips on the way down. But she'll be ready for action. I'm sure she'll be fair and impartial here tonight. Seth's just about to hit Lacey Evans with a chair, isn't he? Go on, Seth. She's pointing to the wrong tip. Oh, Lacey Evans grabs the chair, so he won't be able to use that. Oh, and Corbin from behind. Maybe ring the bell? No, she wants to let him use the chair first. And if Baron Corbin doesn't win this match with a referee in his favour and starting off using a steel chair, he's going to be buried worse than Roman Reigns. And then a chair to the back of Seth Rollins. The fans are chanting for Becky. And throwing Rollins in. And now she's going to ring for the bell. Wow, that was a real fast count then. That was. Well, you know, Lacey might not be used to being a referee. The yeah. nerves might have gotten the better of her. Give her the benefit of the doubt there. Well, Corbin sending Seth Rollins back first into Barry Cade. Introducing him to the other side. Throwing him all around the ring area. Lacey Evans just looking on. Now Corbin sending Rollins back first into the ring post. And then throwing him back in the ring. But apparently she's fronting. Corbin comes running in. Rollins dodges him. <coughs> Corbin has been in full control of this match. Again, no surprise here. On the stomping grounds night, it's always been uh, face in peril, face get win. Well, like you say, though, I mean, with Corbin, he's been so dominant in this match so far. He's got Lacey Evans. I don't see anything going wrong for him right now. Well, there is not actually any way that Baron Corbin can lose this match. Seth Rollins gets a pin for him, gets a pin cover him. Lacey Evans just won't count. Yeah. Seth tries walking out the ring. Lacey Evans, just, again, won't count. Seth makes Corbin tap. She won't ring it. That's what they need to do, get Corbin to give, put Rollins in submission and just call for the bell. But instead, Corbin thinks he's going to beat Seth Rollins. Oh, crap! Corbin sends Rollins chest first into the turnbuckles. Again, sends him in the opposite turnbuckle. Seth Rollins folding up in the corner, upside down. It's got to be one of the weirdest main events of a pay-per-view ever. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, it just feels like a roar to me. Corbin just taking his time in the corner. Now Corbin and Rollins both up on the second rope. Seth's trying to fight him off though. Manages to jump down. Jump over the top of Corbin. Oh, but just gets caught with a punch to the throat. Corbin smashing the back of Rollins as he was hanging over the top rope. Oh, Jeremy Corbin. Oh, Jeremy Corbin. Alright, Dan. So, you said McIntyre reigns boring. You didn't say Kofi Ziggler was. But come on, you've got to admit. 
This is awful. It is. <clears throat> and again, it's a man that you predicted would be heavyweight champion one day, sucking in a ring. Yeah, and Baron Corbin. So, you know, like we say, they're both... To... Oh, come on, you're saying Seth Rollins is not to blame for this. Oh, Baron Smart... Corbin's boring fucking Get offense. Get your smarky sunglasses off, kid, all right? If Rollins was such a great wrestler, all right, he would be bringing out the performance of a lifetime from Baron Corbin, like John Cena. He didn't. Yeah. No, I, I remember it. SummerSlam 2017, because you went for Corbin and Cena won, and I went Cena. You tell yeah. me any match, and I'll tell you who went for it. Go on. Well, this match is going nowhere. Um, Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode. Yes, for the such US a dick title. sometimes, didn't you? Come not, on, play your game, James. I'm not talking about Who did I go for? You went Randy Orton. And who did you go for? I went Bobby Roode. And who won? I, I didn't say that. I said I knew who each went uh, yeah, for. Yeah, but who won, though? I'm not playing, though. Just uh, for the game. Seth Rollins now getting back into this one. Look at Big kick to the face, and now off the second... And, uh, Blockbuster off the second rope. Doesn't do it as well as Buff Bagwell. And a clothesline Corbin over the top. Eliminates him from the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins looks to go flying. Takes out Corbin. Throws him back in the ring. Rollins springboards back in. Knee to the jaw. Super kick. Goes for the cover. One, two. No, Corbin managing to kick out. Uh, well, nothing wrong with that count. She got down there. Two and it's fine. I mean, who could possibly come out here... And save this match for Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns. Comes out Superman punches Lacey Evans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rollins on the apron. Oh. Looking for a sunset flip but gets caught with a punch to the jaw. Part of me misses Great American Bash 99 now. <laughs> you do know that. We're going back there this weekend. Oh, God. Greater power. We've got all that. King of the Ring 99 coming. But back to stomping grounds. Corbin. Looking to choke slam Rollins who jumps over the top rope. Hangs Corbin up. And he's going to power bomb him through the announce table. And that gets a clap. Seth ordering Lacey Evans to start counting. She's not only wasting our time. Well, it's not only wasting Seth Rollins' time with this count. She's just taking time away from our lives. We will never get back. Yep. And six seconds. We'll never ever. Sevens. Eight. No, not even eight. This Hang is on. a travesty of justice. That sucks. Up to eight. Well, Lacey's using her power to say that there are no count-outs in this match. That's pretty impressive, because usually it's not the referee that makes the decision. It's the, I guess, they think it's fine. Well, Seth drags Baron Corbin back into the ring. Now, Rollins is going to burn it down with a huge stomp at stomping ground. <laughs> Kick midsection, but Corbin rolls out of harm's way. That's not going to stop Rollins. He goes flying into the shoulder and elbow of Corbin. But doesn't stop Rollins. He knocks him back off the apron to go flying again. But gets caught by Baron, who slams him on the edge of the ring apron. Choke slam, and again Rollins manages to kick out oh. after quite a fast count. Well, it wasn't as fast as the first one. If she'd done it as fast as the first one, they would have walked out with the title. I don't want to defy again WWE logic here, but maybe something's going on between Evans and Corbin that we don't know. Don't waste time talking to the referee. She's on your side, for fuck's sake. You don't need to waste time. So you can put him in a submission. Lacey Evans is a call for the bell. It's exactly what we said. Yeah, Rollins yeah. trying to escape from it. Picks up, spins round, back elbow. Moves out of the way of Corbin. Why don't you just get him a headlock then? And Corbin off the second, but hung himself up. Super kick from Rollins. Corbin seems so easy to pin. Rollins. There you go. Frog splash off the top. Beat him again. One, two, three. So he beat him with a frog splash, beat him with a super kick, beat him with that move outside. Or is Corbin just conserving his energy because he knows Lacey Evans is a bent referee? That's true. 
But I think a shoulder is causing a little bit of injury, so that's not... Oh, she did have a match earlier yeah. on in the night. And it was a half-fault match, and you know what happened and to the arm. she tapped out yeah. to the other arm. So then it would transfer through shoulder. Well, if she hurt herself tapping out so quickly. Yeah, this is a problem. Yeah. And now Rollins is not happy about Evans. Right, can I just say, on Twitter, I was complaining about the fans chanting for Becky, but... Becky is Seth's that, girlfriend. That actually makes sense. And Lacey's <laughs> opponent from earlier in the night. Should be a disqualification here. Baron Corbin hitting Seth Rollins with a chair. And again, if Corbin doesn't win the title here, he must be some sort of fucking idiot and never worthy of a title shot again. Am I right, though? Am I wrong? You're right. You're bang on the money. I stand here aghast, agog. <laughs> I can't believe what we are seeing. And to have it as a pay-per-view main event is a mockery to all those fans that paid, the few fans that have paid money there. Well, wouldn't you be pissed off if you paid money there and the, the bloke sitting next to you like, yeah, I've got my ticket for free. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, this match, no disqualification after using the chair now. So, after she didn't get the count out, there was no count out. So, she started counting all the way up to nine and then declared no count outs. And now Baron Corbin has already used the chair. The match, again, is no DQ. Fans chant for Becky is Corbin... He looks to put Rollins away. Deep six. Uh, Rollins trying to escape. He gets shut off by Corbin. Vulcan arrow. <laughs> uh, this is making Corbin just look so weak. I mean, compared to fucking McIntyre. Oh, yeah. Corbin you looks like an even bigger dick than McIntyre, and yeah. that is hard to do. Well, Bobby Roode. Yeah. 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 No. No, Joe Rollins. And now Rollins is getting sick of this. He's had Corbin beaten four or five times. At least six, seven, eight, nine times. And now he's getting an Evans face. Good Evans. Evan help us. <coughs> Evans has a place on earth, but it's not referee. Well, Seth Rollins is kind of wasting time here getting in the referee's face. He should continue beating down Whoa. his opponent. Well, he just got slapped across the face there. And I don't think Rollins would do that. Well, you can hit her back because it's no DQ. Oh my Kick God. to the midsection. Oh, low blow. Well, you can slap him and you can kick him, but don't put your hands on them. He's... And Becky Lynch is out here. Double leg takedown and just waiting away at Lacey Evans. Throws her out of the ring. Lacey Evans called for no DQ. And Becky Lynch is a bit lazy. As soon as Lacey Evans has got changed after a match, Becky's still in her, work, in her wrestling gear after the first match of the night. There must be a certain pong, but she means business. It's with flavours of the day. And now, Bexploder, maybe. Against Barricade. The Barricade Sploder Suplex. Well, oh, referees, officials trying to break this up. But with no referee, what are they going to do? Corbin asking for an official. And you get the regular old John Conan. Here we go, end of days again. No, Rollins escapes it. Kick to the face. Curb stomp. One, two, three. Fuck. Now, look how happy Becky Lynch looked at that shot. It took me to come out here and try and see if this match would end Lynch gets involved. And this official, the power couple in WWE, are now here. Oh, in- for fuck's sake. They're going to have a match against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon yeah, soon, aren't they? No. Oh, dear. Travis Brown will make his WWE debut, team with Ronda Rousey. Oh, God, what are they going to do now? But Rollins is happy. Look, he's smirking. No, James, he hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's got a smile on his face because he can see Becky Lynch's cigarette in her mouth, but she might have something later. We just don't know. But what a moment here for these two. It doesn't take away from Becky Lynch whatsoever that she has a man by her side. 
And it is, of course, the man and Seth Rollins. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Well, what do you think of the match? <laughs> well, Baron Corbin looked like an absolute fucking twat. Couldn't keep Seth Rollins down for a fucking fast count if it fucking if his life depended on it. Um, even with a bent referee, still stood no fucking chance. Um, Seth Rollins, how many against the odds matches are we going to have to see from him before people start putting him in the same category as Roman Reigns? Yeah, I mean, he can do no wrong at the moment, can't he? So this is the the problem with Seth. You know, this will all go on Corbin, this will. Yeah, and the man is holding over, open the ring ropes for the champ. Well, and she's going to hold something open for him later as well. Yeah, and uh, what a love. Flaps. And what... And what a moment there for them to Dan's getting a bit overexcited, but that's fair enough because it's stomping grounds. Stick your tongue down her throat and shit in a cunt. And Lynch and Seth. <laughs> and Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins together. All right, then. So that's it. Thank God. Well, no, it's not it. Point-wise, we both get a point. It's six all as we end there. So six out of nine. Not too bad. It means we both get a pay for your point. It's seven two overall uh, that will continue and we'll st- our next stop for bonus points will be NXT takeover no it won't wherever the next tape shit this SummerSlam Extreme Rules will be our next one in July uh, but anyway Dan we'll go and look at the card and we start off with Nice versus Gulak versus Tozawa uh, yeah it was a it was a very good match uh, featuring all three kind of 205 Live originals um Again, all three of them guys deserved to hold the championship. And I think Drew Gulak, it is definitely his time to kind of hold the division on his back. He has been a staple throughout the start of the show. I doubt. A hot way to start. Great action for all three men. Uh, four out of five for me. What was your score? Yeah, I agree with you on that. Four out of five. Four out of five. Great. And then we have Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. Uh, crowd's a little bit slow to get into this one. I don't think they ever really did. A uh, couple of spots missed, as we saw. Uh, and again, just your average match, really. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible, but it's nothing to write home about. Uh, there, there's, there are so many other women that are probably more deserving of being in Lacey Evans' spot than Lacey Evans. But again, you know, it wasn't a terrible match. I gave that a three and a quarter out of five. I, too, gave that a three and a quarter out of five. Our next match, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus a new day. I really enjoyed this one, actually. I thought it was great. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree with you on that one. I thought it was a very good match with four talented workers. Um, yeah, you know, all four guys held their own. Had a very good part in there. I did like the uh, the kind of false finish as well. Woods looked like an absolute machine. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I go that four out of five. Uh, I, I agree with you again, yeah. Four out of five. <laughs> four out of five. And then we had Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. Um, I thought it was a great moment for Ricochet. Not the match as such, but I, I like the match. Like, you know, Joe trying out Ricochet and his toughness. Ricochet get the victory, but Joe kind of could say next time, well, let me see you then. He'll put, you know, he might be ready for Ricochet. I really loved the moment backstage, though, uh, when, you know, Ricochet gets the US title. Well... I have to say, and, it, and pardon the pun, Ricochet definitely worked his ass off in this match. He, you know, he was bumping around like Joe had shot him out of a cannon. Uh, he was running about. He was kind of dictating the pace of the match as well. Um, and all, you know, all in all as well, you know, the, the, it wasn't a terrible match. The the look on Ricochet's face when he had kind of got the victory, and it was a clean victory over Samoa Joe as well for Ricochet, which I think that kind of 
makes it mean a lot more to him. Yeah. And as you mentioned, you know, going backstage as well, seeing that camera shot backstage and, you know, being, seeing him be hugged by everyone, uh, you know, up to and including Triple H as well. Yeah. I thought it was an absolute brilliant moment. Uh, I gave that a four and a quarter. Oh. I gave that a three and three. No. Yeah, I gave it a. No, I gave it a three and three quarters out of five. Uh, I thought it was a great, great moment and that, but maybe the match could have, you know, a little bit better. But and then we had Heavy Machinery versus Rowan and Brian. I thought that was a really fucking annoying crowd, which kind of distracted me from the match. Otherwise, it was a very good match between the four guys as well. Otis absolutely love his character. I hope he doesn't change it, and I hope he doesn't get like kind of too censored. I like the way he acts, like he's a bit slow, but you know, again, in the ring, he can absolutely do things that defy logic and gravity. Mm. Uh, Daniel Bryan, again, you know, I think the crowd kind of pandered to him too much, and I think he should have been getting hill heat, even though he was in his hometown. Uh, um, and Rowan and Tucker Knight, I think they kind of just had their standard match. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can see potential in it. Again, I don't want to repeat the same things that you just said, but I gave, what did you give that? Three and three quarters. Yeah, I gave it three and three quarters as well. Uh, and then on to match six, Bliss versus Bailey. Uh, again, a solid encounter with nothing really special. And I think maybe you could change the pay-per-view name to that. You know, solid enough, nothing really special. Uh, it was what it was, you know. I've got no problem with it, but it was yeah. just there, you know. Yeah, it, it was a good match. Bowen performed flawlessly. Uh, and again, both very good workers at what they do. Alexa Bliss, you know, I'm always going to have a place in my heart for her. And yeah, I think... Both women performed great. I'm not kind of quite sure what Nikki Cross done towards the end of the match. I think that needs to be explained a bit further because, you know, Nick, uh, Alex, uh, Bailey was in line for Bliss's finisher and Cross... I'm, I don't know if it was something to do with, you know, f- jumping over the top rope and Cross taking it and Bailey looked a bit pissed off because she wasn't caught properly or something like, you know, I don't know if there's any backstage politics. But again, you know, it wasn't a bad match. I gave that three and a half. I gave that three and a quarter out of uh, the McIntyre versus Reigns. I mean, Mackin didn't is what I put down. Mackin tried. Mackin tried. That's a better one. Mackin didn't. Uh, it just, I, I didn't mind the match. Yes, it was slow in parts. But I, I and I know you're going to have a go at me about it, But this should be treated as like the two biggest guys you've got on the brand at the time. McIntyre and Reigns should be like the kind of focal point, even though we don't know what brand Roman Reigns is. So when these two guys go at it, for me, there's a general excitement of like, okay, these two guys are heavyweights. It's what we want. So that's why I give it my score for, even though I didn't like the match and Shane's involvement. As um, You know, taken from where it does make McIntyre look very weak. I mean, you know, even with assistance from Shane, still couldn't get the victory, and it hampers him. It hampers his push. From someone who went for such a long time, being undefeated since he came on, he was very protected by Dolph Ziggler, and then, you know, just to lose under that kind of circumstance was silly. The match itself was well worked. You know, again, it wasn't anything spectacular, but, yeah, and there was a few slow moments, but again, you know, the match worked well. I gave it three and a half out I gave it a three and a quarter uh, and then Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston. And still, ca- I didn't think the main event matches lived up to the undercard. No, um, it was a good, solid match. But, again, flawless performance by two guys who you would expect something like that from. Uh, but there was about it. Mm. You know, there was nothing that went, oh, fuck me, that was good. You know, nothing, you know, 
I wanted a this is awesome moment. And yeah. I kind of felt just not quite there. There was a moment where they're both on uh, the, the, the ropes and then they go up to the top and there should be a sense of kind of excitement or kind of like, oh, you're not sure what's going on. And then they both drop down to the, 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 the ropes again, both fall off. And, you know, it's an, it's an, it's like a superplex fall. It's quite impressive. And, you know, everybody's expecting, with, especially with Ziggler and Kingston, to take to that next, you know, to be thrown off the top of the fucking cage. I know, you know, you don't want to risk it, whatever it is. But when you don't do that in the matches, it, it shows you this show doesn't matter. And I, th- I think that's another thing I'm seeing through it. Uh, I go at three and a half out of five. I gave that a three and a quarter out. See, it's all round, round about the same. Uh, I think that's right. And then the main event, Rollins versus Corbin. I think Baron Corbin, twat. Even with the referee on his side, as I said, throughout the match, even being able to use steel chairs, you know, even with this, that and the other. And it's like, well, you kind of, you know, obviously authority are giving Corbin the chance to choose his own referee, this, that and the other. And it just makes him look weak and like an idiot. Um, but... Again, you know, the match, it was, it was again, flawless. You know, there wasn't any fuck-ups, any best spots, you know, things like that, which it is always good for matches. But I, I think with the, the Evans thing, you just dragged it down. I mean, what was your score out of five? Uh, I gave that a three out of five. I gave it a two and a half out of five because it was just... I didn't like the end with Lynch and Rollins as well. I don't want to be that person. I felt it was all repetitive, especially the main event matches. And even, you know, with the, the beatdowns and then recovering and all this kind of, I think the undercard was a lot better event matches which we've seen before as well and it just it's it's just for me as an overall rating it's a it's a show we could miss and nothing apart from the kickoff show which is separate from the main show there was nothing of note I think you know really that in this in this pay-per-view do you know what I thought was a theme throughout this whole card and not just the baby face in peril there was no storytelling throughout the matches. Not one single match that had you invested. You know, it's and that kind of, I think, takes away from it. Yeah, the matches were good with talented guys, flawless works. But, you know, to, to reach the upper level, just to tell a great story, you know, having a couple of false finishes, two guys that really want the victory out of the yeah, match. Yeah. And I didn't feel that throughout any of the matches. So your match of the night is Ricochet versus Joe. Uh, mine is a tie between the Cruiserweight and the match. i got to give it to New Day and Owens and Zayn just because of the fast start. And the amount of times you just want a match to continue, or have a fast start like that and keep the same level. And it did. And because it's part of the main show as well, that's going to be my match of the night. But what's your rating out of 10? Well, you know, on the whole, it wasn't a terrible pay-per-view. And... You know, I was thoroughly enjoyed throughout it. It was what he said on the tin. I'm going to give that seven and three quarters, which is probably one of my highest WWE pay-per-view ratings I've given for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten, for the all the obvious reasons we've already stated. Uh, the undercard uh, being better than the actual main event matches, all being repetitive. I don't want to keep it as a seven and a half ten. And that is it. Of course, our next episode is the WNR230, and it's WWE versus WCW with our free Raws and free Nitros. But, Dan, any final thoughts? It was a good improvement on what we've seen on Raw and SmackDown, and a lot better than... Yeah, to be fair. So let's hope the stream rules can get better than that. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter, at WWNetReview, or... At Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at... What the fuck? I'm at J underscore Roland. Of course, all the Google platforms. Don't forget to send us an email at podcast 
at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, we're dubbing our podcast as well. We're on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Come find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Or you can find our page and give us a like and a follow on there at the WNR podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WNR Podcast. And you can do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. We're on Speaker Radio. We've got live shows, Stitcher Radio, and iTunes where you can download, subscribe, rate, and review. But that's not it. We've also got our uh, website under construction at the moment and that should be ready by around SummerSlam, hopefully. Yay! It's getting closer and you're sounding less and less confident. But we've got our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and uh, YouTube channel on there anyway and, you know, you can just go to the com, follow the links there, send us an email through that as well if you want to um, and we'll do our best to get back to you. So that's it. Don't forget, like I say, WWE vs. WWE is coming up the end. But until then, I have been James Rose. I was joined by Dan White. Thanks, and Bye. Bye. Bye.